Hello, hello, and welcome to the Inglorious Pastors Podcast, where we talk about spirituality, news, and our definitive rankings of every episode of Home Improvement, or as, or as my wife's family calls it, Home Improvements. My name is Michael Basinger. With me are Matt Polly, hey. Brad Polly. Hey. Together we are the Inglorious Pastors. My, my grandma says Lowell's instead of Lowe's, which she's going to go to. She's going to go to Lowell's. Look at the windows. Yeah. <laughs> Give me a new window. Indeed. Um, uh, uh, God, God bless Sue. She's a wonderful God woman. bless America. We're all, we're all very fond yes, of Yes, we really are. Yeah. Um, announcements. Uh, we will be recording our 100th episode in two months. Yeah. Wow. In Bloomington, Indiana. You're invited. No January, idea what we're going to do. January we'll, 6th, 2018. <laughs> just chill up anyway. We'll be giving some stuff away. Uh, we'll be having a gay old time. Um, Wait. And when I say we, I mean specifically Matt and I. <laughs> That's what I thought. All right. Okay. I was just I was just clarifying. <laughs> Go to Facebook.com slash Pastors Podcast for more details and to RSVP. Yeah. And do that because if we're going to have to like find a new thing if like 200 people show Look up. Look at gonna... you. Look at this guy who last yeah. year gave me so much shit. No, they shouldn't have to RSVP. They don't need to do that. We're, nobody's going to show up anyway. This year he's like. Well, well, that's because people are actually going to show up this year and said they were showing They're up They're dropping like year. flies. Like two people in the pub have already dropped. Oh, cool. Because of different various family things that are going on. Flame. So, yeah. I mean, seriously, what's the point in like having a life if you can't <laughs> or a family. go to the Glorious if you can't Pastors drop, 100th if episode? If you can't drop everything and spend hundreds of dollars seriously. to come to a podcast? Yes. If you, yeah. What the f*** is wrong with you? <laughs> seriously. No. Uh, yeah. Th- it should be. I think a lot of people are coming, so... Yeah, RSVP, let us know how many um, seats we should set up and if we need to find a different venue. I don't think we're going to need to. No, I think no, we'll good. be fine. If, if push comes to shove, we'll just have a mosh pit. It's fine. <laughs> I mean, that was, that was on the, I was on the docket anyway. Yeah. I want, I want uh, Matt to crowd surf. <laughs> we, got a, we got a pretty banging playlist, so <laughs> it's all yeah. Tomlin. Yes. It's all Tomlin and Hill song. It will be my joy <laughs> to sing. With some Charlie Hall throw. Oh, uh, Michael and I got to hear our town had their uh, Halloween last night. Yep. And they have a trunk or treat, and people lined up around the courthouse. And it's really kind of cool. I mean, yeah. tons of people show up and they give out candy or whatever. And now the churches have figured this out. Yeah. And so there was a church there last night in town. And of course, they were blaring. Chris Tomlin. Blaring Chris Tomlin. And I mean, yep. as lo- you could hear it for blocks. Yeah. I was literally getting in my car yes. on the other side of the town square, yes. the direct opposite side. And it was <laughs> echoing through the in between the buildings if to I get to my ears. Sing an uh, ending song. Was, Is that Tomlin? Uh, he did. That's they all hilarious. did. They all did it. it oh, God. Yeah. Oh, man. It was, it was rough. Mandy and I were just like clenching our jaws, like God damn it! I was clenching my butthole. <laughs> that too. No, no. I do that anyway. But. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, my kids did get a couple. They didn't get tracks, but definitely got some invitation to churches. And one of, and they got from some house. I don't know where it was. Those friggin' prayer bead things, oh, like nice. bracelets. That's Can nice. we not just get candy? Just give them candy. I know. If you're gonna give them any kind of decoration, give them. A freaking uh, Digger got like a no, light just up. Just give them fucking candy. Digger got That's a, what they want. Digger got a light up cross and he's using it uh. as a sword, which is pretty <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah. He's that's, fucking that's, Kylo. That's Ray. pretty on brand for uh, for Diggery. Yep. He was pretty <laughs> stoked about his sword that he got. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yep. Oh, by the way, in Star oh. Wars news, I saw this today. 
on on my uh, my Instagram. Okay. Uh, the movie like I'm already the hard movie right like <laughs> that's great. The movie. Well, I mean, you already were before this, but <laughs> yeah. the movie cutout like boards that they have at theaters. Yeah, they have a light 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 side and a dark side. Luke's on both. Yeah, I know. Uh, just nice. FYI. Yeah. It's called I, The Empire Strikes Back 2. That's the name of the new movie. <laughs> Electric, Electric Boogaloo. Boogaloo. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It, I mean, it, it's it's going to definitely... They're out of plot lines, man. No, I mean, that's no, every... they're out that's of ev- plot lines. I, that's every single like trilogy, though. I mean, here, and here's the thing. I'm going to go see it. Oh, yes. yeah. I got to take it. My kids, are, my oldest kids are like, are we going to go? Yeah, we're going to go. You know? Yeah. I mean, it's, I, mean I've got I love Star Wars. I mean, I like them, too, but... I, you know, and, and how many times can you blow up the Death Star and uh, three? Plenty. Apparently, yeah. And that was Star Killer Base. It's different. It's a planet uh, it's with not a Death Star in man. it. It's the same thing. They just did it on the cheap. They just cut a planet up instead of building one from scratch. All right, number one, fuck you guys. Star Wars is awesome. <laughs> Give me is. all the Gungans and no, and the Ewoks, and you can GTFO. Misa Michael Binks. Yeah. Well, you know what? If you bring Gungans, I will GTFO. <laughs> no. That's fine. You weren't needed anyway. Well, that's we'll, we'll still oh, sell. But at least in this one, at least tickets. in this one, they added some gerbil thing that everybody's going to buy. It's so, called a porg. Sure, it, it's it's called a money grab. Is what it's called. It's a space gerbil. Oh, for sure. That's. I mean, <laughs> let's just be honest. It's, it's, a, a, it's a not space, a gerbil. It's, it's a, more like a penguin. Yeah, it's a space. It's like a penguin it's a and space owl. Gerbil. It's not a space gerbil. Did you say a cross between a penguin and an owl? Yeah. It looks a, like a fucking gerbil, Michael. No, look at it again. I did. It looks like a gerbil. <laughs> Guys, Chewy I have held these in my things. hands. That would be the best. Like at the there end. is a rumor that that is the... Please. That, that they are actually food. Is it like the was the on the Futurama the you know uh, if they really wanted the to, po- it, uh, poplars if, if they wanted me, if they wanted me as a Star Wars fan for life the first ten minutes somebody would cut Jar Jar's throat and he would be dead like. Jar Jar is a saint. No, Jar Jar is sucks. he in this movie? No, no, he's not in this okay, movie. Yeah. Unless you think he's Snoke, of course. Who knows? He's not. Yeah. <laughs> is, that a, is that a? Why yeah, are we talking just, about this? Just, can we move uh, on? Can we move they on? cut off his ears and it's Snoke. He had plastic surgery. That's <laughs> <laughs> Jar Jar. Ray is actually Jar Jar's child. So, all right, let's let's <laughs> do this thing. Really sorry I brought that up. Misa, have the sex. <laughs> Misa, touch the Hey, hey, I've been thinking that if we're gonna get through this, we're gonna need some fluid. So hey, hey, what are you drinking now? I, I believe I said Ray is Jar Jar's son. Did you? I believe I did say that. You might have. Uh, I phased out uh, before that. Yeah. Louie Bombast Titties. Uh, what? what? Wait, what? Jar Jar. Wait, wait Louie Bombast Titties. <laughs> What he says something like that? Not no, titties. he does not no, say titties. titties. Yeah, I, no, he didn't say titties. I say. Trust titties. me, I've seen episode one <laughs> at least a dozen I'm times. I'm sure you have. I saw it twice. <laughs> and only and I've once I once I saw it this month, and once so. I happened on it accidentally. It's mm. a shit burger. It's, it's great. That movie, no, that, that, movie that movie You're is on. like the Suicide Squad of Star it, Wars it, it, because say, they have the gr- no wait 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 they have the great this great character in Darth Maul and he has like three minutes yeah, of screen time and, gets cut, is, and he gets cut in half. Like no. he's like the Joker. Like they have no, they had I, the Joker I, I and they showed him for like seven minutes. I will say Squad. this. I will say this. Episode one was a was a turd. 
Attack of the Clones is the worst. one of the worst oh. movies yeah. I've the ever seen. Period. It's, bad. it's not only the worst Star Wars movie; it's one of the worst movies yeah. I've ever it's seen. It's bad. Yeah, I remember. I took. I, I'm not so, I say took it's the worst movie I've ever seen. But I, I will say it is the worst. I of took the Star a Wars couple films. of kids from my youth group when it came. Yeah. I was a pretty new youth minister, and it was just I couldn't even like play like it was any good. We walked yeah. out and we were like, "What did yeah. we just waste nine dollars on?" I did like the Yoda lightsaber fight in that one. It was not bad. Well, okay, fine, game. but that was literally thirty seconds of the movie. Saruman. Yeah, yes. Saruman. Yeah. <laughs> um, I feel bad for anybody that's not a Star Wars yeah, fan. Well, right now. Right, I could go freaking all yeah, night about well, this. We know you start your podcast. <laughs> yeah, I'm starting a Star Wars podcast. <laughs> that's fine. Nobody's going to listen to it. <laughs> Everyone move on. To it's it. called Misa Mike. Can we Mike move Binks. on? What are we doing? Drinking? Uh, yeah. What? what God, are we're we not drinking? even to that yet. What are we drinking? Common necessity from the worst named brewery on the planet, Quaff On in Bloomington, Indiana. Well, it's a Bloomington, Nashville, anyway, yeah. this area. Uh, <laughs> Seriously, if they it's going to be said that all the time, if it's going to be said, it's yeah, going to be said by I know. now. Yeah. I mean, uh, why anyway. the hell would you name it Quaffon? Oh, I, I just said it's bombast uh, a uh, hazelnut hazelnut coffee stout. Yes, coffee oh, God. milk stout. I'm going to be up all night. I didn't realize it was coffee. hazelnut coffee, coffee milk stout. Yep, it's and it's delicious. I've had it before. Yep. And then we've got uh, from Three Floyds. Brewery in Munster, Indiana. <coughs> Munster. Uh, what was it called? You bought it. I Something ninety nine. I don't know. Gorgon ninety. I don't even know what it's called. Thirty two many, if you ask me. Um, what? <laughs> Sixty nine joke. Oh, thirty two. I, I was with you. <laughs> Actually, it would have been thirty, but thirty. He said thirty two many. many. Oh, I thought you said thirty two. Never mind. Gotcha. Uh, good talk. Anyway, it's uh, it's like a pale ale, and it's good too. We'll put pictures on Instagram. So yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. All right. Fat bastards. Well, no, yeah. Fat bastards. Right. Aren't you going to oh, do wait, the wait. who's on? No. Um, no. Wait. 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 I welcome uh, to the podcast, Michael. Who's on what? First. No. What's on second? Uh, this round is on Pastor's Podcast. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. On the Pastor's Pub. This round is on the Pastor's Pub. <laughs> it's uh, on the Pastor's Pub. We bought yes. our own damn beer for uh, once. <laughs> if, if you'd like uh, to buy us around, go to patreon.com slash Pastor's Podcast. We offer exclusive episodes of the Pub Crawl, Turd Talk, and Hymns of Reconstruction. At any level, you can access the Pastor's Pub. It's a closed Facebook group where we talk about life, spirituality, and just about everything else. Episode we had we dropped two bonus mm-hmm. features this week. One was a turd talk with Mindy Duncan, <laughs> one of which was good, and the other one was and the other was Michael was, and I waxing idiotic in a car for yeah, a half an hour. Brad and I <laughs> dry, riding in cars with boys is what I called it. <laughs> <laughs> we literally were riding in a car going to the ghost house that we talked about last yeah, week. Yeah, we didn't see anything. Yeah, thanks. No. Thanks for ethering me again. I appreciate that. What, what do we say? Did about we ether you? Yeah, like the last two of these fucking things, I've been, I've been ethered. It's 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 becoming no, a no, I'm not even gonna, no. I'm not even going to bleep it. Some, somehow I'm going to get. <laughs> I'm going to bring up a hymns of reconstruction where I just blast that. I got called a hobbit this week, and then you guys called me a pussy. In all fairness. Mindy Duncan called you the Hobbit. Okay, that's fine. You you didn't not agree with her. Well, it's, so now you can agree when Michael calls her a bitch. <laughs> I did not call <laughs> her a bitch. Gosh, you totally did, Mindy. It's, I love it's you. On the, it's, it's recorded. It's not recorded. Hey, Donald Trump. There's this thing called recording. When you say things, they have consequences. I did not call her. <laughs> they that. don't just go away. I did not. I did not. For the record, I was home with my youngest son while my wife was out with my oldest son. So. I yeah, we could have brought him along. He would have loved it. I wasn't going to go anyway, but at least I, I had well, already exactly, excuse. Exactly. You weren't going to go anyway. All right. Uh, things discussed in the pub this week. 
tracks for Halloween, which we've already talked about here. Uh, uh, how to build guitar calluses on your fingers. Play. That's <laughs> yeah, pretty straightforward. Yeah. Uh, Hillary McBride's new book. I just got mine today. Yeah, I started reading mine today. I read my started reading yep. mine yesterday, I am, and I read the first chapter today in yeah. the forward. So, did you read the the Lisa Gunger excerpt? The very very beginning. No, how did I miss that? I don't know. It's like in the first oh, couple okay. pages. Well, yeah, it's good. Again. It's I, it's from uh, I think a liturgist episode. It's it's oh, okay. pretty solid. <clears throat> um, ghost stories, obviously. Does she quote us? <laughs> she, yeah, I highly yeah. doubt it. <laughs> yeah, we weren't. We didn't even get an acknowledgement, guys. Yeah, thanks, Hill. Um, what apps? Go buy the book, though. Seriously, it's great. Uh, it's a bestseller it on Amazon. It's a bestseller on Amazon. Yeah. Just yeah. awesome, yeah. man. So awesome. Past, um, pastor's bump. She's yeah. going to be on. Probably the liturgist bump, I'm to guessing, be honest. Yeah. She's going to be on really soon. Yeah, really soon. A couple, like weeks, couple weeks. Yeah, she's also going to be on Not Your Pastor's podcast. I don't care about that. Twisted <laughs> Sister's podcast. No, I don't care about that. She just did a live event in Seattle with a liturgist. Yeah. But we had her first. Yeah, so. now the liturgists are stealing her from us. Yeah. Thanks, Science Mike. <laughs> Michael Gunger. Dicks. <laughs> no, we love you long, Tim. That was Matt, by the way. That was at Paul and Matt. You can you can block him on Twitter. <laughs> Don't block me because I like your shit. <laughs> um <laughs> They're not Don't worry. They're not listening. No, no, no. Um uh ghost stories. We talked about ghost stories. And then um fantasy football update, Brian O'Dean's still number one. I'm I, moving up. I've won two weeks in a row. I am still number four. Matt has dropped to 13. I got splattered by I the... I beat the piss out of Bojangles yeah. this week. Uh, I got splattered by the uh, Southern Canadian. I'm just saying, LaShawn McCoy has finally... Hanson splattered on you? No, he splattered me. Okay. Yeah. LaShawn McCoy finally figured out that he gets paid to play yeah. football, which is nice yeah. the last two weeks. So Brad which means he's going to blow his AC, Which means he's going to blow his ACL place. this week, and I'll be done. So, yeah, probably. Yeah. Yep. Um, all right, let's do. I have a receiver yep. nobody's ever heard of as my number one receiver right now. <laughs> What's his name? My other two guys That's right. I've got Larry Fitzgerald, and they have some homeless guy they dragged <laughs> off the street throwing to him now. So don't worry about it. <laughs> all right. Don't you want to be one of the We'll turn it down, Michael. He's like too loud, and then he leaves it. <laughs> Sitting right next to the <laughs> soundboard. That was Matt. I don't remember. I was going to say, I don't remember that fart being in there. All right. Matt, what are these? Uh, pumpkin spice cinnamon rolls. From? Uh, I don't know. It's yeah. some small bakery in Danville, Indiana, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Um, Danville. I can find. Uh, oh, it's called the bread basket. It's where it's oh, from. my God. Dude. Yeah. Let me see here. What we got going that on. is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, man! That's a sugar bomb, man. You can eat about yeah. half of one mm-hmm. of those, maybe. I could eat maybe a quarter of one. That's five, whatever. I don't know. How about uh, five Phineas and Ferbs? They're from Danville. Okay, really? Not Danville, Indiana. It's just a mm. generic Danville. It's Danville, Indiana, Michael. <laughs> those are man. I give a, it. A, that's a five, man. Those I'll are give good. it a five Phineas and Ferbs. That's seriously. I rich. give it a four. That's good. Four. It's good. I've we, had a lot. We picked five. He had to pick four. You got, you, he is. He, you just have no. to be contrarian. You do. No, I don't. You do. I am a cinnamon roll connoisseur. If we this is say, not the best I've ever had. Does it have to be to get a five? That's to be pretty dang good. It, is it not? Uh, yeah, it's, it is. And the four Jeez. reflects the excellence of it. God, I swear. <sighs> Whatever. If we would have said four, he would have said five. You would have. No, I would have yes, said you three. absolutely would. 
Yeah, exactly. God, you're the worst. Exactly. <laughs> you are a bad person. Anyway, thank you. I actually thought three, and then I, <laughs> since you said five, I felt like I had to raise it up a little bit just to get closer. Well, as long as you're a free thinker, Michael. No. Jeez. Well, then three. <laughs> thank Fuck you, guys. Thank you. <laughs> I'm giving it a three. Thank you to my wife, by the way, for getting those. I gave your wife a five. I give my wife a five, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't even know how to respond. To I, that. I'm not. I'm just going to pretend like you didn't say anything. My sister-in-law, you prick. I I said she's nice. She's the best. Are you I are know. you like suggesting that you had sex with my wife? No, I'm not her a five? suggesting that because that's why I'm giving her a five. That's not why I'm giving. I'm can, giving because she's a stop? nice human being. <laughs> she is. Yes. She's the best Polly I know. Just yes, stop. Besides Jude, Jude's number one. And she's number one A. Jude's learning to shower on his own now. That's a pretty fun adventure. <laughs> Doesn't really master the art of getting shampoo out of <laughs> his still, hair. He's still not an Uncle Brad fan. He's not an anybody fan. No. He likes his mom, and that's pretty much it. And Mario. Actually, I did see him while they were trick-or-treating last night. He did say hi. Oh, did he? Nice. Yeah, oh, that's good. And he let me give him a hug. So that's did he? A, yeah, he did. Well, he was in a good mood last night. He was, he was in a good mood, and I think it was just so crazy. I don't even think he knew it was me hugging him. He was just like, whatever. <laughs> probably. Yeah. yeah. I should come over dressed up as Mario one time. Michael, why do you hate these cinnamon rolls? I don't hate them. Why do you They're hate my good. wife? You why totally you hate, hate these cinnamon rolls. Your why? wife is a national treasure. You are a shithead. Well, that's a fair point. Here we go. Let's say. Lock up your fears, dry all your tears, refill your beers. We're headed into the new speed. Yeah. Who's first? I'll go. I'm eating. So, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> okay. Um, got two of them. This is from KTVA. They're on your We're side. On your side. The voice of Alaska. <laughs> the voice of Alaska. In less than a week, a video showing a moose. <laughs> Literally the voice. The yeah, only the only one. It's the only station. Hey, uh, is anybody out there? I've been I've been I've been up here for six months. I haven't seen another person. Uh, it's currently thirty two degrees in Anchorage. That's not much different than here. No, not really. Uh, in less than a week, a video showing a moose attacking a Prius has gone viral. Alberta lactonin. First, I'm uh, really assuming the moose won that battle. First, posted the video on her Facebook page on Friday, October 20th. The original post was shared hundreds of times before she uploaded an edited clip to YouTube, which now has more than 26,000 views. That's not really viral. I feel like more. That's probably more yeah, by we've now. Really but lowered like, the bar for yeah. Viral. God, this is the best cinnamon roll. Yeah, that's ever. good. Um, face, anyway, lactone. She said anything. she said she saw the moose in her neighbor's yard as she was walking, taking her dog for a walk. She returned home to find the rutting moose. Had done about fifty six hundred dollars in damage to her car for turning his attention to her mailbox. So Prius, that what? means they like dented a yeah, the hood. Yeah, um, I remember every time Mike, when you had your Prius, every time anything went wrong, you're like, "Well, there's twenty five hundred dollars." I'm like, "Good God, it's yeah. a battery." Um, <laughs> no, the battery is expensive. <laughs> yeah, clearly, it's, it's more than yeah, yeah, more than that. <laughs> it's crazy. Anyway, it did fifty six hundred dollars in damage to the car and then turned its attention to her mailbox because apparently he wasn't finished. Was he uh, trying to hump it or attack? Yeah, it? he was rutting. So Ken so Marsh, rutting just that's just is it humping? So we would he ejaculate on the window? Ken Marsh, a spokesperson. For the Good thing she had new windshield wipers. <laughs> Ran out of fluid. You're though. gonna want Rain-X for that. <laughs> does it beat up with Rain-X no. too, like water does? <laughs> anyway, it's snowing. Oh wait, no. A spokesperson for the. A spokesperson for the Alaska Department of Fish and Game said that's typical demonstrating behavior, especially for a young bull. Uh, Same. <laughs> uh, 
I generally, I generally headbutt a car and then ejaculate yeah, on the windshield when I'm, <laughs> when I'm raring to go. It's called, in my house, that's just called foreplay. Uh, Mandy, I'm ready. I wonder what happened to the hood of your car. <laughs> he said, basically, <coughs> basically it means the hormones are raging and they have this need to show off and show how tough they are. Uh, in the video, the lady can be heard trying to shoo the bullet away. Same. Oh, my God, stop, she shouted. <laughs> That's what she said. Michael. <laughs> what did he say? When Michael's running, he <laughs> Never mind. No, go ahead, finish. That's what she said. <laughs> That's what he said. <laughs> Michael. <laughs> <laughs> he just gr- grunts and then bashes a hole in the drywall with his cock. We call that renovating. <laughs> just holds everywhere. <laughs> wow. If, if I if I go to his house and there's plaster <laughs> on the floor, <laughs> I'm gonna lose it. <laughs> oh man. Oh, I see you guys are trying for a third child. Oh, God. Anyway, so basically the car's humping a moose. Um, nope. No, it isn't. The car's humping <laughs> a moose. <laughs> so basically the moose is... I swear... Te- car technology is really advanced. I swear I definitely didn't pregame before this. I didn't either. I, I haven't guess. touched anything. I'm out. <coughs> anyway, the moose was humping the car. So uh, the, mo- the moose's name, uh, Tawny Katane. Thank you. No. <laughs> nice. Well I see what done. you did there. Yeah. Well- Raise your hands if you jerked off to that video in high school. Oh, (laughs) jeez. Nope, just me then, huh? Wow. (coughs) My God. What is going on? I mean, hi, welcome to the Inglorious Pastors. Have you been on this podcast before? Uh, (laughs) I'm glad we don't have a guest on this week because I would be humiliated for them. (laughs) Really? Well, yeah. Have you heard yourself be, talk? It would be this that would be the humiliating part. Is that what, what we're landing on there? <laughs> Matt jerking off to t- Tiny Contain is, you know, that's something. That White Snake video? <laughs> this is not this is not White Snake. <laughs> Everybody's marking their bingo cards. <laughs> Oh, is that is that one of them? Shake is Rump Shaker one of the? No, you just play music. Uh, it's like an automatic free space anymore. All right, well, that's the, enough. the '90s were uh, super uh-huh. uh, subtle with yeah. their with their was sexual innuendo. No, I got one more. Oh, that was only the, the, the name of the the Rex and FX album, <laughs> Hard or Smooth. <laughs> to which I ask, uh, can it be both? I mean, I just why does it have to be one or the other? Why so dualistic? Yeah. Rex and effect. <laughs> Rectum, Rexum, damn, never. That's got to be a that's got to be a bingo slot too. It is. I'm pretty sure it is. Okay. Uh, so you remember the nun with the chainsaw after Hurricane Irma that was cutting trees down? Like she just grabbed a chainsaw and they're yes. like in her habit. Uh, this is from WFTS. Uh, where news comes first in Tampa Bay. Brewery creates beer in honor of nun with a chainsaw. Nice. Uh, a nice. Florida brewery has created a new beer in honor of the nun who grabbed a chainsaw to help clean up debris caused by Hurricane Irma. Video of Sister Margaret Ann clearing debris left by Irma quickly went viral. Now, Due South Brewing Company has created a beer in her honor. It's called Nun with a Chainsaw. <laughs> it 
it's <laughs> pretty, right. on, pretty on point. <laughs> well, it's an India Pale Ale. The beer is said to have tropical and piney flavors. It's an India Pale Ale. They all do. Mm-hmm. Uh, a combination of the tropical hurricane and the wooded debris. Sister Mary, our Margaret Ann, was seen cutting up. Hmm. It was released on Friday. Anyway, so it's available to stores across the Tampa Bay area. So if there's anybody in Tampa that would like to send us, yeah, send none, us some chainsaw none, none beer. None with the yeah. chainsaw, we'll drink it. So I've yeah. never heard of that brewery. I haven't either. Also, if anybody in Florida would like to send us anything from Cigar City Brewing, which you can't get anywhere in Indiana, no. it's supposed to be one of the best breweries in the country, mm-hmm. and you can't find it here. So, yeah, yeah, yeah feel free, uh, Florida men or Florida women men <clears throat> to uh, send us whatever. Done. Uh, okay, uh, let me let me bring this up. Nationwide, uh, there a man. A man accidentally sent a dick pic to his new company's HR manager. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops! <laughs> oh, and then spoiler alert: he sent another one. Oh, oh no! Whoops! So he's currently unemployed. Uh, well, yeah, it's uh, it's under investigation. So he he's from it's uh, it, it all depends on if it was wanted it, it, or not. Illinois man, was it uh, was it Joe from plumbing? Yes. <laughs> oh yeah, Parks and Rec. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's some twenty-three-year-old from Aurora, Illinois. Hmm. Oh, uh, Wayne Campbell. <laughs> says his name is the HR was Garth Algar. Um, so he's now he's got some explaining to do to the cops. Oh, uh, there was a conditional offer of employment made to this particular applicant, <laughs> Michael Ruth, he, the police chief involved with the case. Guessing he did not review. meet the. Uh, hey, the uh, he texted the HR the director. Good old days and, when you can just send dick pics and not have to worry about the police getting involved. Uh, nope. No, sure don't. Mm, nope. Um, when the HR that. manager decided not to respond, the guy naturally sent another one. Oh! <laughs> then he opted to call. <laughs> presumably, on hold on. Presumably to double check that the pics were going through. The phone call alerted the manager to the identity of the man behind the cock shots, and she went straight to the police. Hmm. Oh, so he intentionally sent those. Um, I that's where it's a little unclear. Like, I think he was not meaning what? to send them to this person. Yeah, if he sent, because uh, I'm guessing he didn't get a response, and then sent and so another he's like, one. Oh, I didn't get a response. Send another <laughs> dick pic. Like, I don't understand <laughs> people that do this. I really I don't, don't understand people who send dick pics. In I don't general. get it. I mean, I, like, I see stories from women all the time. Where like, yeah, people send dick pics in my DMs all the time. Like, I don't. Why? why? I know. Like, in why? What, what? In what? Freaking universe has a woman ever gone? Oh my god! Oh, well, I've got to find th- this guy that five states delicious. away. I just I don't get it. Here's what <clears> here's <throat> anyone who sends you a dick pic, just post it on their public wall and say Do this it. is. I would absolutely. This it, is humiliating. I've heard of I've heard stories of women. It's so great. Women that they'll get dick pics from guys <laughs> and they'll find these guys' moms mm-hmm. and they'd be like, uh, hey, yep. Fucking guess, a, what man. Your son, guess what your son just did? Yeah, that's that's what you need to do. Just humiliate. Yeah, Michael. These so idiots. next time you send me one, no, I'm sending it to your mother. Uh, so this is a She's great. Hold on, it. this is this is a great. <laughs> what the? What is going Again, on in this? I get. She used to I change my diapers. Guys, calm down. <sighs> that's not what you meant. <laughs> it's what. I meant. Hold on, this is the best quote of the whole thing. This is from the police chief. <laughs> my understanding is they've rescinded the offer of employment. Yeah, you oh, think? Yeah, think. <laughs> It, so, so it was uh, conditional, and I'm guessing he did not meet those conditions. Yeah, so, uh, I mean, he if it was eight inches, he would have been fine. It was only six, <laughs> so. <laughs> I Seriously, I just don't, I don't understand. I don't I, I don't, if you want to have sex with your spouse, your there, significant other, if that's something you're into, more power to you. But, like, just sending random pictures of your cock to people on the internet, I just don't get it. Yeah. Just don't. Don't do that. Stop. Women don't want it, no. first of all. They no, don't want they don't. that. 
And so get over yourself. I'm going to go on a limb and say that I could speak for most women and say that's not exactly the most flattering feature of a guy. Right. It's kind of weird looking. <laughs> I don't like, know what you guys are talking about. Stop. 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 My God. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe one, two, Boy, that's some that's some quality mm-hmm. songwriting. Mm-hmm. Wonder if Rex or Effect wrote that one. <laughs> and I think it's just one Rex mm-hmm. and Effect. I don't think there's two of them. No, there are. There's two guys. Is it two guys? One's on the Rex cover? and one's Effect. I'm assuming. I always thought it was just one guy. Special Effect. T Rex and Effect. Special. T Rex and They couldn't play any instruments, man. They didn't have a. They didn't have a drum really close to their body. They didn't have a drummer. Why not? Because the T Rex's arms. God. Never mind. Jeez. Here, I'll help you. There. Does that help? Yeah, it helps. Okay. Michael, what do you got? I'm even afraid to ask. Um, okay. So. DrunkMole.com. No, I did not use a drunk mom. Uh, yeah. Judge Judge orders Hawaii man uh, <laughs> to write 144 compliments about his ex-girlfriend. <laughs> when sentencing wrongdoers, judges sometimes uh, choose to uh, you know dole out punishments that go beyond the usual fine or prison time. That was the case last week um, for a Hawaii judge who ordered a defendant to write more than 140 nice things about his ex-girlfriend after he violated a protection order. And I'm assuming these couldn't be like, uh, <laughs> like her tits. I'm guessing it couldn't be like <laughs> stuff like I would that. guess, and I would guess not. <laughs> She's for got every, a great can. Yeah, I was going to say. For every nasty thing you said about her, you're going to say something nice. Wow. Um, so I kind of like this outside-the-box thinking. Yeah. So I guess uh, he was ordered to stop contacting his ex, uh, but two months later he called and texted her 144 times over the span of about three hours. <laughs> Jesus. But he was most definitely not mad on the internet, right? Boy, uh, that's a lot. He that's was arrested. In that's one, this basically once a minute, essentially. Like once every minute and a half. He was like, I would be just bored. Like, I mean, how mad do you have to be? He was arrested and spent 157 days in jail. Ooh, ooh. Jeez. Well, that's stalking, isn't it, basically? I'd mean, be more than happy just to go ahead and write the 140 nice things yeah. instead of that. Yeah. Um, so he got a $2,400 in fines. No, go ahead, man. $2,400 in fines, 200 hours Jeez. of community service, <laughs> and the writing assignment this as cinnamon well. cinnamon roll looks like it got run over by a combine. <laughs> it really does. Jeez. There's a fork right here if you want. Yeah, oh, that's my just, fork. I don't want all of it. Yeah. Here, take the rest of that. Okay. <laughs> I think I just got a whole nothing but icing. All right. <laughs> Um, yep. Yep. So that's uh, this. This uh, other justices have made headlines with unusual sentences, including Ohio judge um, once ordered two 19 year olds to lead a donkey through the streets with a sign, sorry for the jackass offense, <laughs> after vandalizing a, a nativity scene. Um, I didn't realize. I always thought <coughs> sentencing and stuff was like in, like they had to follow certain. Apparently not in protocols. Like I don't think so necessarily. No. So a judge could literally just be like, "I want you to do a a half a million push-ups or whatever." I mean, or go to jail, you know, for longer. I I don't think that's really weird. I mean, I'm whatever. I mean, it's fine. I just think it's really odd that they can just arbitrarily be like, "Well, but I mean, I think it's pretty nice." I think it has to sort of fit the crime too. I mean, essentially, like he made him write him for all the terrible things he said, like one for each of them. So it sort of fit the crime. Yeah. Uh, okay, but he also fitting, spent 150 days in jail getting his net butt played with. Well, so maybe not. I mean, I don't know. Probably. 
That's what happens in all prison movies. Isn't all prisons isn't it? is his name Andy Dufresne. <laughs> that was the longest night of his life. <laughs> Keanu Reeves has been wearing the same outfit for twenty five years. Stop! I can see the look on your face. Stop. <laughs> Whatever you're about to say, just stop. Keanu Reeves has been wearing the same outfit for 25 years. Literally. That's all he wears. Uh, I've heard some interesting things about him. He basically just gives his money away to fund research, isn't it, for something? Uh, I'm not. I, I no think one of like not sis- the news feed I'm covering. All right. all right. Never mind then. I was trying to talk about something interesting. But no, you do your feed, Michael. It's fine. I don't, I don't, know, what, I don't know what you're talking about. You're asking me a question. I don't know. And you automatically... I was trying to explain, y'all. I've never heard that. Okay, I'm well done then. <laughs> Shut down. Go ahead. This is now the <laughs> no, seriously. It's now the second fight you idiots have had today uh, about something completely I didn't fight about him. Fight with him? You guys were fighting over, over no, messenger. Oh, my God. I didn't All fight right. with him. Anyway. <laughs> uh, I said anyway. to point out the fact that he was wrong. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, you tell me that I'm Stop. the angry one. Stop. I, never said, I never said you were angry. Oh, my God. Shut up. <laughs> Look at your Twitter. Take you four years oh to delete God. all the angry tweets. Are we really going to do this? Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> you brought it up. What do you? Oh my God! Yeah, just, you, you, you kind of did actually. It's all Brad's fault. <laughs> you both. <clears throat> uh, all right. Um, anyway, Keanu Reeves. How about that outfit, huh? <laughs> See, I was trying to explain probably why he does that. Why does I've he read, do it? I've read articles. <laughs> Never, I don't know. Forget it. I don't even care. So you wrote for 25 years, huh? <laughs> In chorus. Why, Michael? I don't know. I give up. <laughs> All right. I was trying to add something to this podcast and like I get shut down again. What? Say it. No, I'm not going to now. I don't give a shit now. All right, next one. Okay. Uh, a man devoted the last seven years. Did he work for 26 years, Michael? <laughs> the man devoted the last seven years to, to writing 140 notes to his ex wife. This man devoted the last seven years to studying who let the dogs out. Ben Sisto has turned his quest to learn everything about the Baja men single into an art project called Who Let Who Let the Dogs Out Out. The producer? (laughs) Who let the dogs out? There, I just fixed it, solved it in five seconds. Why does he need seven years to figure it out? Well, he studied it very, very, very intensely. So who let the dogs out? I'm sure his parents are are very proud of him. 2000 hit by the Baja Men. uh, Can we we need its place in American culture, movie soundtracks, stadium PA systems, and just about everywhere else. It is an audio turd. Imaginable. Imaginable. It's an audio turd. Yeah. It is. It's awful. It's so annoying. (laughs) <laughs> it's just. <coughs> oh man, I'm dying. Really? Yeah. Brad's already on drink beer number two. What's your point? Um. <clears throat> so he's got his whole room is like decorated in "Who Let the Dogs Out" merchandise, <clears throat> uh, stuffed animals, T-shirts of "Who Let the Dogs Out." What do you want? Can here? I have the uh, can or bottle? <clears throat> yes. Thank you. So this guy's a big fat loser living in his parents' basement. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, he's got narrow the, down to that. The VHS tape of Baja Men Who Let the Dogs Out. He's got a frisbee. Does he says, not have the internet? It's on YouTube. I'm not sure I like anything that much. I no. In fact, I, I'm, <coughs> I'm definitely certain of it. He actually has a museum called the Museum of Who Let Who Let the Dogs Out Out. Wow. You can see the the actual. Did we? Where's this museum? guy from? Please tell me, Florida. I hope he's Florida man. 
Just, just push the nuke button. I don't. <laughs> I just don't even care anymore. Just push the button. Oh, another another Trump voter contributing to society. Yeah. Um, he is. I don't know where he's at. Dag Nabbit. He probably got a grant for this or something. I'm sure yeah. he did. He probably did. Uh, yep. Next, All right. Do the next story before I throw something. I don't have anything else. That's it? Yeah. You had two stories? I had three stories. Well, <laughs> three, one, was, one of them you shit on. One of no, them you I, shit on immediately. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, uh, man. <laughs> All right. Let's go into the news. Or, well, I don't know where we're Foofy. going. All right. Here we go. Further up and further Further up further in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice nice timing nice on your drink, Michael. Way to time that. You had the entire song to take a drink and you took it at the end. You're, you're welcome. Um, so this it, is it a didn't new... didn't say thank you. We're trying... <laughs> we're trying this out. Um, this is a new type of podcast we're going to do uh, called Ask a Pastor, I guess. <laughs> I don't know what that was. That was a voicemail. Oh, that was a... Two old Oh, is it the, Yeah, <laughs> your grandma. <laughs> or the, aunt, the neighbor. <laughs> um. All right. Um, okay, so um, basically we have been soliciting you all for quite some time. Begging. The word's begging, Mark. Begging. I like soliciting. It sounds more salacious. <laughs> for quite some time to send us voicemails. Indeed. We got some, some, some voicemail questions. Some... We did. We're going to answer your questions now. All right. I haven't listened to any of these intentionally. I have briefly. I didn't. Have you listened to all of them or just listened to some of them? Uh, most of them. I didn't get through all I of them. I wanted to be surprised. All right. So. Let's go with um, this one first. It's, it's a nice icebreaker. All Sorry. right. Hey, y'all. This is Courtney at Salvage Pie. And I am Hi, calling in with my question. Uh, what would you guys say is your... <laughs> Top five favorite books of all time. Ooh, uh, maybe ten for Michael since he has a hard time paring down his list. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Bye. She's been around before. Man, are we talking fiction, <clears throat> nonfiction? Yeah. Are you glad you didn't prepare for this? I am. Well, good job. Well, I mean, I uh, the Bible. Bible's number one. <laughs> <laughs> it's Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and Genesis. There's a lot of books in there. Um, the Chris Tylen biography. <laughs> Wow, all-time <laughs> top five. I mean, I'm dying. I need to get a glass of water where you guys are hashing right. this out. Okay. Uh, <sighs> see, I could go... I mean, I could go nonfiction. And, I could do I both. know. I could do top five for fiction I or know. nonfiction. And I have the trouble marrying Shut up, Michael. Um, okay, so fiction. Top five. And this is in no particular order. No. Lamb by yeah, Christopher Moore. Uh, Les Mis. <laughs> mm, I don't know if I'd put that on mine, but that's um, a really good book. Hmm. I'm like trying to mentally go through. I know. Slaughterhouse-Five by Vonnegut. Yeah. Um, I have a theory that everyone calls it Les Mis because they don't know how to pronounce the second Miserable. word. Les Les Miserables. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. it. That's it, Michael. Good job. Less Miserables. <laughs> um, <laughs> Less Moonves, the head of CBS. <laughs> God. Um was Ready that three? To Julie Chen you, I, I have our old list. We did this once before, back in the 25th, like our first live episode. We had a list of our favorites. St. Francis by Kazantzakis. Oh, God, that is a good book. I'd probably put <laughs> I don't know if that's in my top five, but it is good. Yeah. Last Temptation, I might put that on mine. That's a pretty good one. 
Um, you have Monsignor Quixote. Oh God, yes, yeah. that yeah, that might yeah. be my all-time favorite novel. Actually, Monsignor Quixote. I've also read Don Quixote, which if you've read Don Quixote, Monsignor Quixote is even better. Yeah. It makes the whole thing that he's doing makes more sense. Yeah. Um, that's also a kick-ass movie, but you can't find it anywhere. Yeah. Alec Guinness is Monsignor Quixote. Really? Yep. Really? Obi Wan himself, and it is freaking fantastic. Pickens has it. Of course, course he does. does. But it you, you literally can't find it. Like, you can't even find it used. I think the last used copy I saw on Amazon was $170 yeah. or something. Jeez. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's four. And then uh, what else did I have? Uh, the Source. Oh, God, that is a good book. Yeah. That's a, that's a, that's a hefty that one, but that's a... Man, it is. That's a, that was like 1,200 pages yeah, or something but it's crazy. Good. It's James Mishner, and he doesn't write short books. Um, Are you looking at a list of his favorite books? Yeah. How Just, do I... I brought it up. We I had a pastor's recommendation list because people uh, asked okay. for it. Gotcha. I have yours too. But what I'm not was, telling you what, what was that? Are. What was what was the rest of mine? Uh, you had Lambs in the Art of Motorcycle Maintenance, The Source, Siddhartha, Glittering Images, Monsignor Kim. Oh, <laughs> Glittering <laughs> Images. Yeah. God, that whole Susan series. I'll watch that whole series is great. Yeah. Okay. So top five right now. My favorite novels: Glittering Images, Monsignor Quixote, Lamb. Yeah. Um, Les Mis. Yeah. And then uh, what was the other one I said? Oh, uh, Slaughterhouse Five. Yeah, by Vonnegut. I would put uh, uh, Catcher in the Ryan on mine. That's a good book. That's a really good book. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually Michael? due up to. Yeah, I'm actually due up to reading some Salinger again. It's been a while, so it's been um, a long time for me. Lamb is definitely on mine. I just finished that again last God, week. That's a great book. So funny. I bet I've read that four or five. I times. know I have. Yeah. Um, Saint Francis. I've read that a couple times. That's a really good one. Is that? Is it a biography? It's it's historical fiction, so it's based uh, on rumor and myth. And written by Nikos Kazantzakis, <laughs> who wrote Last Temptation of Christ. Is that yep. Galifianakis? Yep, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's it. It's his yep. uncle. Yeah. Nice. Yep. God. I'm done. You're Go just ahead. The what do you got, Michael? That, that was your five? That was, fi- fiction. That was fiction, yeah. Okay. Are you doing nonfiction? Go ahead and do what you're doing. Did I have do. a fiction list on there? Uh, you have like, oh, I'd, I'd have to put the Lord of the Rings trilogy on mine. I read yeah, those God. once a year. Yeah. And I put the whole trilogy, like, I couldn't pick. I would probably pick The Return of the King as my favorite of the I'm trilogy. I'm glad you said that because it answers a question I had about um, what to put on here. Well, you have The Chronicles of Narnia. Chronicles of Narnia, for sure. Uh, specifically, Magician's Nephew in the Last Battle. The, yeah. Basically, the, the, the ends. Yeah. The book ends of those. Of That's that all series. you have fiction-wise. Did you know that uh, Aslan is Jesus? Did you guys know that? No, Wait. false. is Buddha. What? Aslan is Jesus. Do you not know that? No. No, it's yeah. Liam Neeson. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um, he says to Satan, "I will find you and I will kill you." I have a certain set of skills. Uh, I would I don't add know what you have done with Edmund. I'm going to add The Walking Dead, uh, the the compendium. They're good, yeah, they're they're good reads. I know it's a comic book, but it, they're depressing they're as shit. But they're good book. reads. Yeah, uh, I'm going to love. I like that uh, graphic novel, Michael. <coughs> well, they were comic books, and they made them into a compendium of all right. Graphic move novel. on. All right. Uh, City of Ember, uh, children's book, young adult, mm. uh, and then Planet of the Apes in translated from French. It's mm. really good. Eat a dick. It's awesome. <laughs> I didn't even say anything. I didn't say anything. You laugh. It just makes you me chuckle. laugh because it's everything is Planet of the Apes with you. And uh, <laughs> I've never seen any human being on Earth that loves anything Planet of the it's Apes. It's because he's you. War on Planet of the Apes just came out this weekend. It's this because week. he's part Simeon. Yes. Yes. Um, and then uh, Chill We Have Faces, C.S. Lewis, super solid. 
You know, I've never read that. You got oh, it either. God, great divorce. Yeah. Fuck. And I have that on mine. Man. All right. Um, and then for nonfiction, I'm going to go uh, How to Be Here, Irresistible Revolution, Serve God, Save the Planet, Blue Like Jazz, Finding God in the Waves, Messy Spirituality. Man, I tried to read what Blue is Like the Bible? Jazz again. Yeah. I don't think it holds up probably as well. I've only read it twice. The first time I hated it. Second time I was more liberal. I hadn't read it for years and I tried to read it again. I was like, mm, yeah. Yeah. All right. What, what, what? Did I have any other books on there? Well, yeah, you got a bunch. I mean, all Rob Bell stuff. Uh, okay. Yeah. Messy Every Spirit, Rob Bell. Messy Spirituality. Yeah. I, that one's on here too. Yeah. Um, nonfiction, I would say, I mean, <coughs> The Fingerprints of God by Robert Farrar Capone was a huge influence on me. It was. Did it give you a Caponer? Um, also by Robert Farrar Capone, uh, his book on the, his series on the parables, King, Kingdom Grace Judgment. Yep. Um, uh, God was in this place, and I I did not know by Lawrence oh, Kushner. Yeah, oh, that's that's right. That was a very influential one. Uh, Everything belongs by Roar. Uh, Divine Conspiracy was huge for me by Dallas Willard. Yep. Um, all of Pete Rollins and shit. I mean, all his stuff's good. Um, yeah, oh, I didn't even think about ir- Pete Rollins. Irresistible, yeah, Irresistible Revolution shit. was huge, but. Rollins is more like it's just continuing my journey. Like this kind of some of this stuff was like began yeah. my deconstruction. Yeah, say, like, st- uh, as far as like formative was stuff hugely for me, formative for yeah. me. Yeah, I'd have to say Velvet Elvis. Yeah, Kingdom Grace Judgment mm-hmm. by Capon, which is his. It's basically three books, but it's all one volume of his about about the parables. Um, uh, I, ir- uh Irresistible Revolution. Yeah, yeah, that was huge. Was huge for me. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, uh, to heal a fractured world yeah, you have that by one Rabbi there. Jonathan Sachs. Oh, uh, new seeds of contemplation by Merton. New seeds of um, contemplation. I was just going to say so we that. could go on forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah we could. God, so. that book. I need to read that again. Yeah. I feel like Merton would probably <coughs> still speak to me at this. point. He does. I've re- I picked him up a few times. He yeah. does because he's very in, in much a, a very, in a very much a mystic in a different way than it ever has before. Yeah. yeah. Uh, if you're interested in this list, hit us up and we'll I'll, yeah. I'll shoot you the file. Um, I kept it intentionally. So, oh, nice. so thank you, Salvage Pie. Good yeah. question. Thank you. <laughs> Um, we've got some not question voicemails, so okay. let's play one right now. Deadline, Martinsville, Indiana. These three bad boys of Progression Christian Podcasting are here to bring you the truth as well as a few other things, such as funny news stories and, of course, the fat pastor segment. Everyone's favorite, where they describe their food and uh, various starring systems. Uh, uh, bye. <laughs> Thank you, Foghorn Hi, Leghorn. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, okay, so <laughs> thank you. <coughs> I, don't, I don't know who that was. I don't either. Yeah. Um, okay, let's go. Uh, this is kind of a follow-up question to the. I, re- I usually recognize Bojangles. Uh, yeah, that wasn't his, his accent. No, that wasn't him. Um, here's here's another follow-up to the book question. Hi, this is Mindy, and I was wondering if you could take any book and turn it into a movie that's not already been done, uh, yep. what would it be? Lamb. Lamb. Yeah, that was easy. Without a doubt. Without a doubt, Lamb. I would love God, to see that, that turned it. it. People would freak their shit. would flip their well, they shit. Well, they'd flip their shit like they did during, during uh, Last Temptation. Yeah. The Willem Dafoe is Jesus. Because the whole thing is... Yeah, I know. I mean, it's... but. Him, him, he, and Biff going to the east yeah. to find the three wise men Jesus and learn and how Biff, to be the Messiah. Yeah, yeah it that it's would fantastic. be just a. I th- the first time I read that, I'm like, God, somebody needs to make this uh-huh. into a movie. But I don't know how you'd do it. Yeah, I don't either. So, but yeah, that would be mine for sure. I wonder who you'd cast as like the 
teenage Jesus. Hayden Christensen. Yeah. <laughs> you beat me to it. Real, real angsty. <laughs> um, you just sit and whine the whole friggin' movie. I don't want to be I Jesus. I don't want to turn water into wine. <laughs> Jeez, Mom. You guys are a bunch of drunks. Mom sucks. All right, go ahead. You're not my real dad. Don't talk about Mary like that. <laughs> She's a saint. Well, yes, she <laughs> is. Indeed. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, okay. Um, I would say uh, The Magician's Nephew. I've always wanted to see that in a film. Yeah. Did they never make all those? They never made all of them. They, they must they have stopped making money on yeah. them. That's why. Well, they, they made decent enough money to continue them, but they kept changing um, uh, companies that produced them. Mm, so oh, yeah. there's talk about them rebooting it again and maybe uh, doing the last battle or the silver chair or um, starting all over again. I haven't read silver chair for a while. Isn't that where like the, the whole book takes place in the dark? Yeah. It? Underground? Like yeah. how in the hell More would you? Less, yeah. yeah. <laughs> is, is that the one where Puddle Glum's? Is he, is he yeah. The yeah. Puddle That's where we meet Puddle Glum. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Michael's son. Good old Puddle Glum. <laughs> so yeah, I would say Magician's Nephew. I'd like that. I'd love to see the creation yeah. story. The how creation song. Man, reading that gives me chills. Oh, yeah, so that's good. cool. Yeah. All right. All right uh, here's another. As little as Jesus. Did you guys not catch that? You mentioned that. That's okay. Liam Neeson. <laughs> Liam Neeson is Jesus? I thought it was Jim Caviezel. Just push the button. <laughs> right. So I thought I'd get the question started off because I didn't want you guys to feel sad anymore. So I have a question. This is especially for Michael, but for the other two. Uh, if you guys are into this, you can answer. Are you into or have you ever been into the Christian metal scene at all? Oh. Because that was my bag when I was in high school. Thank you. Hashtag find a new bear putch. Is <laughs> <laughs> that Adam? That was Adam yeah. Curley, wasn't it? Was I know. I, it sounded like it was. I it, think they it didn't have like their name. It yeah. sounded like Adam, yeah. I don't think it was. I think it was. Anyway. It sounded like uh, I Not anymore, but man, man back in we high were, school. Yeah. In high school, that's high school and college. all I listened to. What what Christian metal did you listen Hardcore. to? Hardcore. Like, uh, well, so we Overcome. Well, was that huge. was in college. Um, no, not for me. Well, it was, I was for me. You were in college. Uh, Bride. Yeah. Um, Snakes in the Playground. God. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just in About a year ago, I put that on. It's on Spotify. It oh, is yeah. freaking garbage. It's bad, yeah. Um. So, I, yeah, Bride was big. Tourniquet. Uh, yeah, I remember God, We were talking about them a while back. Psychosurgery. God, they had the dumbest yeah. music, Al- music like album and, and music titles, like song oh, titles man. ever. Everything was like medical. Yeah, it was all medical stuff. It, they were terrible. Anyway, um, but I got into hardcore, so I got into Overcome, Overcome Strong Arm, Everdown, Everdown. Um, those were a couple of my favorites. Oh, uh, Project 86. Uh, I still have Project 86. Stave um, Sager. They're not really metal, but they no, were. No, they're not yeah. metal. But they were hard. Right. Um, I wouldn't even call Project 86 metal. I'd no, they're they alternative. Are. No. Oh, no. Have you listened to them? It's been a while. No, they're hard. Yeah, they're it, they're hard. Yeah. Okay. I'll have to listen to them again. Um, I was more into to punk rock, Christian punk rock. So. I, mean, I listened to a little bit of that, but yeah. I was definitely lean more towards I the was never hardcore really stuff. Into so some of Tourniquet's out. Uh, Unless you're talking about Striper. <laughs> this, is, this, yeah, is, this is genetic ocular dissonance. This is that was one of their albums. That was their album after Psycho. That was a follow up to the hit Psychosurgery. So the track list for Psychosurgery: Psychosurgery, A Dog's Breakfast, Viento Borrascoso, what? which means devastating wind. Apparently, it's an instrumental. <laughs> it's called it's about a fart. Yeah. Vitals fading, oh. spineless, dysfunctional dom- domicile, broken chromosomes, stereotaxic atrocities. Officium defunctorum, 
<laughs> Tore him. Damn, Damn near, near killed, killed him. him. <laughs> yeah, they had some really ridiculous names. Uh, uh, so here's uh, for you. Oh, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Off of pathogenic ocular dissonance. Sorry, I've got a text. Uh, gelatinous tubercles of purulent ossification. Good God. Yeah. At some point, you're just trying too hard. Exactly. Yeah. You're literally got one of those refrigerator magnet yeah. things. You just throw it at the, Spe- ma- at the fridge and see what Spectrophobic dementia. Jeez. <laughs> Didn't what? we find out they're still around? Yes, they are. And they're still putting albums out. Wow. So is Overcome, I think. Oh, no. Uh, Disciple. They're still around. Yeah, yeah. yeah Disciple is. Um, mm-hmm. God, yeah, I've talked about them before. On here. Yeah. I took youth group kids to go see them in Bloomington and... He preached for forty five minutes. No. And I was like, yeah. "Stop, yeah, jeez, just play music. Nobody's here for that." Here's a uh, here's psychedelic super Jesus from uh, Oh, did you find it? <laughs> this is a uh, quality. Yeah, this came out in ninety two. Man, so this is like the tail. End I was of the, this is the tail end of the butt metal. Yeah. This, yeah. this rules, man. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Get it. Well, you think he's weak? He's a super freak. <laughs> Don't believe that he came. <laughs> Freaking terrible. <laughs> you say God is dead. You lost your head. You got him swinging from a chain. Wow. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know what I'm listening to when I drive tomorrow. Hell yeah, man. <clears throat> oh man. All right. Uh, here's another another one. So a penguin takes his car into the shop, and the mechanic says he needs an hour to check it out. So to kill some time, the penguin goes across the street to 7-Eleven to get some ice cream. But because he doesn't have any hands, the little fellow gets it all over his feet. So an hour later, he goes back to the mechanic, and the mechanic says, Well, sir, it looks like you blew a seal. The penguin says, Oh, no, that's just a little ice cream. <laughs> Rim hey. shot. So, yep. <laughs> I didn't have it up. Sorry. Hold on. There we go. Um, I love our fans. Okay, who okay. was that? Do we know? Uh, they they didn't. I I really want people to leave their name next yes, time, so I we know, know, right? But they're probably intentionally not doing this. So uh, we are going to get some serious questions here in a little bit. Um, let's go with a not. Well, this may be serious. Who knows? Hey, fellas. Um, I was wondering. I know Michael has has banged about the term safe word quite a few times and I think we all remember the great pineapple 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 debacle um, that's gone on and, and still is going on um, how do you feel about kink stuff uh, BDSM etc etc um, I okay bye <laughs> okay, bye. I love how that just—it's like it's like hey, his wife walked in. Thought of maybe I'm still playing, buddy. It's like yeah. his wife walked in. <laughs> All right, okay, bye. Okay, bye. Uh, no, I didn't delete the history. I mean, I don't know. You do you, I guess. I get, it's not well, really my somebody thing. else. Yeah. Yolo swag. <laughs> Yodo. <laughs> That's right. Uh, I mean, I, you it's know, it's not my. I mean, like, yeah, it's definitely it not for me. Uh, but you know, I'm not going to get beat with I a whip think or anything that, like that. If you're in a fifty shades, oh, you mean it makes you uncomfortable? As in, you shouldn't uh, do uh, it? No, I, as in, like, that's not for me. Right? Yeah, I, I mean, you know, whatever. Uh, if it's between two consenting people, then you know, <laughs> beat, beat the shit, shit out, out of each other. I guess. No, I don't. <laughs> don't beat the shit out of anybody. <laughs> Jesus. If you're into donkey punching, I guess you no. Can, uh, <laughs> 
Michael, if two consenting adults want to donkey punch, then they can do that. No, that's like, no. Sorry, not on board. <laughs> Job's not on board for the donkey punching. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I did we cover that in the 16th? I feel episode? like we have. I'm sure we did. Like, My weird, God. like weird stuff, like, yeah, like, yeah, you know, I mean, role you playing know. and all that. Yeah, I mean, whatever, whatever. If you're into it, do it as long as it's between two people that are cool with it. Just make sure you let them out of the handcuffs. Yeah. Can you turn your phone on? I can't, I can't or, or I can't play anything. It's my neighbor. All right, how's he doing? Uh, he's complaining about LeBron, so well, oh, something about the officials. He's or, only the best player ever. Okay, whatever. anyway, go ahead. All right. Um, oh, let's, let's do a scary story. Ready for a scary story? Oh, is this from? Yeah, from Ashton. Okay. All right, here we go. This is a little bit longer, so. All right. Hi, fellow pastors. This is Ashton Osberger, a turd from the pub. And I want to share the story of when me and a coworker got chased by a demon child. So back in hmm. college, I worked for the university. I worked for housing. And... I was an RA, and part of our role, part of our job, was to do rounds throughout the building. Well, this specific night was on winter break, so there was only a handful of us there, and there were absolutely no students in the building. So one night, me and a coworker were doing rounds through this one building where there were no students, not even professional staff. Everybody was vacant from that building. And we started doing rounds, and as we're walking through the hallway, we hear footsteps. So we stopped because we're thinking, hey, maybe it's part of professional staff coming after us, you know, with a question or something. And so we stop, and we wait, and no one ever rounds the corner. So I turn around, I start going through the hallway to see if there's somebody hiding or playing a prank on us. Well, I can't find anybody. So I go back up with my rounds partner, and I was like, hey, there's no one there. So kind of freaked out, we continue walking down the hallway, and we start hearing the steps again. And we stop, and there's still nobody. So my partner kind of takes off a little bit ahead of me. We're about three feet from each other. We keep walking. When she stops, she swings in midair like she's punching at something. And I asked her, what are you doing? And she was like, well, that wasn't you. And I was like, what was it me? And she goes, well, something just touched me, and I thought it was you. So I was coming around to shove you or hit you until you knocked it off. And as we're doing this, we start hearing the footsteps again. But they're harder and they're faster, like somebody's running down the hallway this time. So we start taking off because we figure, you know, if it's somebody that shouldn't be here, we shouldn't deal with them anyways. And as we're running, we pass this one room and we hear children's laughter, oh, God. which absolutely freaked us out. So we took off all the way out the building, out the doors, refused to go back. Well, later on, we found out that residents in that room had been making claims that that room was haunted. And obviously that's not public knowledge because they don't want to freak out a bunch of people and who really believes ghost stories anyways. So we refused to go back in that building, and the professional staff that lived there actually refused to live there as well, and he moved his rooms. There's also other stories of demonic activity at my university that I would love to share. And if you want to hear more, feel free to contact me on social media at ash underscore moss 16 or find me on the pub. Thanks. I would like to add, I know where she goes to college, and we do get calls there periodically, and if that happens, that place can go f*** itself. Where? University of Southern Indiana. Oh, oh I've been there. We shit. have worked in the Starbucks there a number of times. My sister-in-law went there I for installed the, the new brewer there, actually, about a year <laughs> ago, so. Nope. Uh, Hard pass, thanks. And no, we don't want to hear any more of your stories. Dude, that was that enough. Is freaking crazy. Yeah, that's. Yeah. I don't know what to. I mean, it's like we I talked know, about last man. week. I don't know what to do with any of that. 
When you yeah, got, there's all kinds of stories in the pub right now about when you've got multiple people like corroborating that. something and saying, right. "Yeah, that's happened." Yeah, then that's like that's where to me, you know, when you can eliminate, can be mass psychosis. You'll say when you can eliminate the one crazy person story. Yeah, you know what I'm well, saying. I got pro by an alien, right? I mean, and when it's corroborated, when numerous people, it was like with your story, when it was numerous people yeah. saying the same thing, seeing the same stuff, experiencing, experiencing the same it, yeah. stuff. I just, I don't, you can't just dismiss that. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's, man. Ooh. Yeah. No thanks. I don't know what to do with that. So, I'm waiting for Matt to get his headphones on so I can play the next oh, sorry. one yeah. so he knows what's going on. All right. Um, let's do another, okay. another fake one. <laughs> hey, y'all, boondoggle. Archipelago. And I just want to let you know that I moved to Alaska permanently. I found a bear that I think truly understands me. You can have all my five-star reviews, and I will no longer be producing my podcast. <laughs> Love. Bonifus. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I love that he just... I hope, it's, I, hope it's, I hope it's the same guy who left both of those. <laughs> just just at the end, just just hit, hug, hang up. Like Bonifus, like, and then he just trails <laughs> off. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't even know. All right, uh, let's go with... Man, I'm blowing through these. Uh, let's get some serious ones here. All right. Um, here we go. Hey, guys. Just wanted to leave a voicemail in case you hadn't recorded this week's episode yet. Um, I didn't write my thoughts down, but uh, they kind of <laughs> ramble around, so I'll try and be concise. Um, I was reading Brian Zahn's book, Sinners in the Hands of a Loving God, and overall, it's an amazing book. Um, one part, though, that should have been good news actually kind of stirred a lot of unrest in me. Um, towards the end, he was talking about, you know, the good news that Jesus' kingdom is here and that everything is done because Jesus, uh, you know, sacrificed himself and laid down his life for us to show God's love. Um, and kind of just saying that everything's done because Jesus died. And after immediately after reading that, it just stuck out to me, like, how could everything be so great because Jesus died, yet this life sucks for so many people? Um, and then it just kind of brought into questions about God's timing and why does God wait so long to either intervene or to change things. Um, you know, think of the Israelites being slaves for so many years. Why did God wait so long? Or, um, yeah, just why does God wait so long in this life? So. Just kind of a lot of different thoughts about that and just wondering, um, is this, is everything that Jesus is reconciling going to happen in this life now or is it going to wait till the he heaven in the future and when is that and just all this timing stuff. So, uh, that's kind of what my question was revolving around. It's a lot of different things, but we're just curious what you guys kind of thought about that. Thanks. Hmm. That's a lot to unpack. Yeah, there's, there's a lot, lot there. That's, that's about like a... eight questions, I think. Yeah, I know. Huh. Uh, as far as the reconciling everything, I mean, one of Paul's letters, he says God was in, the, in on the cross, God was reconciling all things to himself. So, you know, the idea is from a universalist perspective is that that was, you know, when it says all things, it means all things. And so it was, it was, as far as God is concerned and in, in that all is grace. Does that make sense? Like, yeah. 
um, and God is drawing all things back toward him. You know, this is the question that Rob Bell asks in um, Love Wins, is does God get what God wants? Because you see time and time yeah. again in the New Testament, they're making the claim that God is drawing all things to himself, that His he wants all people to dwell with him forever. <laughs> so that the question is, does God get what God wants? Yeah. And that's and the thing that's awesome in that book is he leaves that question completely unresolved. Yeah. Um, and people got pissed about it. Oh, of course. Um, man. Yeah, I, I kind of like to listen to it again a little bit, just because. Yeah, we, we can. I, I think, just tell me, I, let's listen to it well, again. Hold on, just tell think, me when to pause. I think. I think. Real quick, I think one thing that's important to understand is that that I think that what, one of the biggest misunderstandings of Christians over the last two thousand years has been that God's going to fix everything. Yeah, but He might, but He's using people to do it. Yeah. So they, any they reconciling, any reconciling, it, it's really got to come from us, like. And that's the thing that really, for me, since Trump has been elected, that every day more and more I'm under I'm, I'm understanding. Oh, it's going to have to be me too. Like, yeah. yeah, I I can't just wait for. And this is where I think you know I think we got so comfortable under Obama because we just had this idea that like the trajectory was on its way to everything was going to be great and yeah. fixed and everything. Not that, I mean, it's not that there weren't issues when Obama was president, but like you just got the sense that we were on this trajectory where there was going to be uh, everything. It was going to be diverse and, you know yeah. what I mean? And inclusive and like people were, be, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, and then all of that, like the rug got ripped out. Yeah. And for me, it was this realization of, and this is this is the this is what the problem is. This is what happens every four years, is that we get the idea that this guy, it's going to be this guy or yeah. this one, they're going to fix it all. Yeah. And that's what Trump was like. I'm going to fix it. I'm going to kick all these guys out. We're going to build a wall. We're going to yeah. make everything racist. We're going to you know like, yeah. and and people are like, oh, he's going to fix it. He's not going to do shit. Yeah, like in the same way that you know Obama ran on hope and change. he didn't he didn't fix everything. No. I mean. It was better though. Come on. Oh, it was. Well, no, that, no, 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 that's was. not the that's argument. That's not no, the argument. That. The argument, yeah. but but the you know the, what's sold every four years is that this person is the solution to all of our problems. <clears throat> yeah, it, as a country, all of your individual a, problems. Right. I yeah. mean, that's what you know. I'm going to bring back mining, coal mine. No, you're not. No, you're not. Like, but I can yeah. understand if you're a coal miner yeah. why you would go. Oh, this is the guy I need About to vote time. for. Yeah. But you're not bringing coal back. Well, and I think it's a dead industry. So, but but. What I'm, what I'm realizing, all I say all that to say that what I'm realizing, and what the election of Trump in, it has been a good thing for me personally is that it's made me see I have to take personal responsibility yeah. to try to fix what I can fix in this world. And I, to you know what I mean. So like yesterday, I, I there was a, I was walking into a store in Indianapolis to work, and there was a homeless guy that stopped me. He's like, hey, man, do you have any money? I'm trying to get to a bus stop. I've been outside all night. It was cold. It was like 38 yeah. degrees yesterday morning, something like that. And he was wearing shorts. Um, and, you know, I've been out all night. I'm trying to get a bus to a shelter. I had no cash. Like, yeah. not. And yeah. I even looked at my change thing. I had literally pennies and, like, two yeah. nickels. I'm like, I can't give him. Like, oh, no. And so I just, I, I was sitting there racking my brain. What can I do? Because Starbucks won't give you cash back when you pay with a card. Yeah. Tried that. So I just got him a coffee, you know. What yeah. I mean? Like so, it, it. I say that it's like you. I do what I can, and try to fix what can be fixed in front of me. Yeah. And I think that's where the reconciliation of all things comes in. It's everybody doing their part. Yeah. 
to to bring about that reconciliation that God set something in Christ was set in the Christ was set in motion and that when we're plugged into that reality yeah. and that, and I don't just mean like we've said a prayer we because I I know atheists that are plugged into that reality yeah that that Christ consciousness reality of they're they're there's this energy and this flow and they're plugged into that and they're bringing things forward and moving things along yeah and fixing well, things. Let me, and, and what I would say, you know, that nonfiction book I mentioned, To Heal a Fractured World, yeah. that's the whole point of the book. Right. Is the Jewish idea that you, you fix what's in front of you. You right. do what yeah. you can. So Well, and to turn the gym a little bit, yeah. if you will. You know, the in the beginning, in, in Genesis 1, it talks about the everything being created, and every day ends with the same refrain. It was good. Yeah. It was good. It was good. It was very good. When he gets gets the human and creates him, it's very good. So what I, I think we, you know, the Greek, the, the Hebrews gave us good. Right. The Greeks gave us perfect. Right. And I think what people are looking, you know, he made a comment about everything being shit. Everything isn't shit. Everything isn't right. shit. You what but Not, I can totally it, understand. Totally get yeah. that. I totally. Yeah. If you think everything's shit, get off Twitter for a little bit. <laughs> yes, I've made that tweet. I've probably tweeted that everything is yeah. shit. In fact, my pin tweet is everything is shit. Here's SpongeBob singing War Pigs. So, um, <laughs> it's pretty awesome. That's you need to check it out. I don't think I've seen that. Go, it's it's, it's my pin tweet. It's pretty fantastic. Oh, it's really funny. Um, so I think we need to get away from the idea that, that somehow we're going to be living in this perfect utopia and that yeah. all we need is another Barack Obama to fix everything and make that perfect. It's not going to happen. No. Nothing's yeah. going to be made. It's not going to be made perfect. What God has created is good. And there are good people doing good things to help bring about the healing of fractured world, to heal a fractured world, to bring about justice, to bring about joy, to bring about love, to bring about grace. And you've got to find ways to focus on the good and not the perfect because it's not going to be, it's not going to be perfect. I mean, we're talking yeah. about... You know, whatever the return of Jesus is, we've made that, we've talked about that on this podcast a little bit. I'm not sure that's a thing. Um, you know, that there's some second coming. I think that Brad, like Brad said yeah. before, I think the church is the second coming. And so what we're looking to do is make the world good again and to make it better and to make it, again, to, to Jesus's prayer, your, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven, to, to bring the kingdom of God down here. And yeah. that, yep. that's good. That's the good. Yeah, I I am reminded from this voicemail of our conversations we've had about people having all their hope wrapped in a second coming of of Jesus. And even back when the first coming of Jesus, everyone pinned all their hopes and dreams on the coming Messiah before Jesus was I think everybody's got the same, I think everybody's got the same expectation. Yeah. And Jesus, Jesus came, they expected him to ride in on chariots. He came Mm -hmm. in on a donkey. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, they thought he was going to be a a war general and Mm -hmm. he said, turn the other cheek. Everything was counterintuitive to what they thought. Mm -hmm. Um, and they killed him for it. And they killed him for it. And yeah. guess what? Now Among other things. And, and now we've got people who claim to follow that Jesus who was counterintuitive, and they're expecting the second coming. The world's going to end, and God will make everything right. There's going to be a war general. Jesus is going to mm-hmm. come back and he's gonna wipe some out, ass. He's going to wipe out all the Muslims and yep. everybody else that's and, not white and evangelical. And if we learned anything from Jesus coming the first time... Uh, it's not going to work that way. No. And I, I'm not sure about a second coming in general, but nonetheless, yeah. if there is a second coming, it's it's not going to be 
Jesus as yeah. as freaking a war general. Yeah. It just isn't. Yeah. And people have that idea of, and my family is guilty of that, having the idea that, oh, we don't have to take care of the environment yep. because God's going to give us a new earth anyway. Yeah. This world's going to burn anyway. Yeah. Um, and and it, it's, it's, it's a crutch to not do what you know is the fucking right thing to do. Yeah. It's it's true. I mean, you you know, if, if if the spirit of God lives in us, which we we believe, the cosmic Christ, whatever you want to call this divine thing, this divine spark that's in every everybody, if that's the case, then like Brad, like we've said before, we are the second coming. Yeah, we we are the hope of the world. We are the peace of the world. We are the joy of the world. We are. We're the ones we've been waiting for. Exactly. Um, so it's not going to get said that. Maybe. It's not going to get. <laughs> Jesus. I, it's not going to get done without. It's not going to get done without it was us. Either Jesus or Jesus. We're yeah, not sure it might have been Kanye. I'm Jesus not sure. Easy. <laughs> you know, it's not going to get done if we don't do it. So for sure, get off your ass, stop listening to this podcast, and go do something. Yeah. Uh, what do you think about the um, the? He had a question about uh, God's timing. About why is God? Why did he wait so long to free the Israelites? Ask him. Yeah, I mean that's. I, I mean, yeah. like a, I, there's just no answer to that. I mean, was he waiting for Moses? Yeah. Why did they wait how many thousands of years for Jesus? I mean, you know what I'm saying? I mean, like, yeah. Because the Ro- the Romans were around for a long time. I mean, is they, this also is there, Israel. Is, Israel was occupied by every major army, every major nation at the time. Why? Why did he wait so long to send a savior to the world? And also, the you know the is the context of this question also why is God not why is Jesus not returning returned yet? Like how bad does it have to get? Yeah, is I don't think he's coming back, guys. Like yeah. I've said this before on yeah, the podcast. I, I think the second coming is not. I don't think it's a true thing. Like, like I think we I are. think we are the second coming. Like yeah. the body of Christ, people living in the and we could, and we could be wrong. Admittedly. And we can be wrong. I, whatever. Maybe I, the I mean, horn, maybe the horn blows as soon as this podcast is over. I mean, maybe. I whatever. Jesus comes out of the clouds. I'm back, bitches. Yeah. Um, AK forty seven. Hopefully, didn't listen to my jerking off comment but um but i you know i just yeah i i mean i just don't think god's gonna fix everything i think god uses people to fix things and we have it's called it's why they're called the body of christ we people have to get off our ass and fix stuff i'm kind of at a place where i don't assign personhood to god yeah where i just don't think he works that way or Mm. i don't think she or it or what, whatever God. I don't think God works that way, in terms of coming down. I, I think when when bad shit happens, it's not because God didn't do anything. It's because that's the absence of God. Yeah, that is. It, it's not God ignoring. It's the absence of God. And then you get into the the questions about omnipresence and right. all that. Like. I just don't. Can think... I just say that honestly, that kind of stuff just bores the shit out of me. Yeah, yeah. like those kind of ar- arguments for. And I know well, some how people. Do you justify? I mean, I know some people that turns them on. Whatever, that's I, your thing. That's fine. And but I will, for me, that's just that kind of shit is just boring. Yeah. Like, yeah. All like I, that's all I know, and this is kind of where I. This is where I really agree with Zon. I mean, if you really want to know what God is like, you just have to look at Jesus. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. That is it right there. Like so. And Jesus didn't really spend a lot of time arguing for God's omnipresence or omniscience or any of it. Like, he's just, yeah. yeah. This, it, it had more to do with, God had more to do with your behavior than anything else, how you posture yourself and how you live in the world, right. period. I want, I want to go back to something you said and disagree with you. Um, Bring it. And maybe you didn't mean it this way. This is the way I heard it. Yeah. Where you said that 
when all this bad shit happens, that that's the absence of God. Yeah. And I would disagree with that. I would what say, do you think it is? I would say that God is very much present in the suffering. I, I would and very say much that, present in the, in the dark. Eli, Eli Weissel tells a story <laughs> in his, uh, was it night? Oh it? God, that book is devastating. Where he, they're, they're everybody hanging, needs to read. They're that hanging, book. they're hanging some Jews in a concentration camp, and one of them's a little boy whose weight didn't break his neck. Yeah, and so he sat there and strangled. And somebody behind Eli said, "Where is God?" And he said, "God is right there, hanging." Yeah, that he is in that suffering. And I would, so say, yeah, I, I would, I guess what because I what, meant... because what Pete Holmes, you know, Pete Holmes, <laughs> our theologian, Pete Holmes, you know, he said, "Where is God going to go?" Yeah, he has to be in the. I mean, well, he's like he says like he says like what when you die like God was just made well a not mistake, even that where he's like yeah oh God Diane yeah, no. like you fall off a cliff oh my God what ha- I, I was gone for yeah. a second all right what I would say to to that is yes I, I what I meant was not necessarily the absence of God but the fact that God's potential is not realized in that moment and sometimes his potential is realized after the fact in those moments where we see because we can use part of our brokenness for for better things. Okay. But, I think I'll agree with that. But expand on that. The idea of his potential, what do you like, mean by that? If let's say God is love. Well, let, let, that's let's, a somewhat biblical statement. Okay, yes. so let's say God is I, love. I've let's read just, that somewhere. I think <laughs> I think we can go ahead and definitively say that. All right, yes. so let's say that that is God. God yeah. God is no more, no less than love. Right. You may. Th- yeah. I, I, I got it. I, I think that God is more than that, but but intrinsically, God is love. So um, when someone gets raped, in that moment, there's no love. Correct. There's not, and. It, but well, but, the, no. but there is potential that um, something that 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 situation could turn out differently if you know that boy was our woman was raised differently. Um, the, the potential for that not to happen is there, but it does happen, and maybe this is kind of the multiverse bleeding into the the potential of of love taking over. You know, because that's rape is just bad. It's just downright the opposite of love. Killing is the opposite of love. It's it's extreme hatred. But if you infuse love into a situation, you don't have war. You don't have murder. You don't have rape. Does that make sense? And I know that's highly idealistic. Sure. But that's. I think the potential is there, and it can be. Re- th- those terrible, terrible things have the potential to be redeemed. And they also have the potential to not happen in the first place. Okay. I don't know if that makes any sense. Mm, sort of. I'm just trying to I'm just trying to digest all that. Um so I mean, would you say that when a rape happens, God is nowhere near that? God's not there. Is that what you're saying? I would say well, here's the thing. I'm just I'm just trying to clarify. I'm not trying to kind of depends. I'm just I would say that. It is. I would say it's anti-love. It's oh, anti-God. Sure. Well, no, that's yeah, understandable. But God's not leaving that situation. He's not there. But it's. But it's. It is it. See, I would argue he's he we, there. Well, it, it, I mean, it, 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 he's it, not it, showing himself in that moment. No, that's what I mean. Is he's not, and that's where you get into the all-powerful, all omnipresence. That you but, know, but, yeah. And but if the cross teaches anything, is that God is there suffering alongside you. Okay, so He is there. So does that make God a dick? No. Because if he's all power, and that, and that, that, that's, well, and that's, 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 that's the argument, is he all power? And I'm not sure the Bible makes that claim. I don't think it does either. Especially the New Testament. Does an all powerful God die on a cross? Exactly. I mean, right. like, I mean that's, 
Exactly. But if he I mean, can, God, even, it, Jesus even st- a number of times, like, I mean, he even says in the garden, if I wanted to, I could call down 10,000 angels. That's not a, yeah. a bad, like, I, exactly. It's, it's not an all-powerful moment. I, I'm going to suffer how, with humanity. How do, how do we justify his inaction in the times of the, 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 the darkest darkness? The, I think shit happens. I mean, it's a fucked up world we live in. I agree. In. Like, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, there has to be, and this is where there has to be a balance of light and darkness. Like, light, one can't exist without the other. Does that make sense? Like, I, if, no, if, if, if a world, I understand with, what you're saying. Yeah. If a world is just nothing but people all with the ability, no ability to make the wrong choices. What kind of world is that? There's no, there's no ability to actually Lucifer. There's no ability to actually love because there's no, there's, yeah, yeah. because you can also, there's no reason way to not love. There's no distinction between, you know what I, I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I agree. So but, what I'm saying, hold on, I'm getting there. So like, there has to be those things that light and dark have to exist. And what that means is people are going to choose darkness and there's people that are going to choose light. And when you choose darkness, you're not plugged into that energy of that Christ consciousness, that reality. Yeah. It doesn't mean that God isn't, ex- it isn't there. It doesn't mean that God doesn't exist in that moment. It just means that people, we, we have, whether this is God or whether it's just humanity, we, we, we have the choice. We, make, we, we can make any choice we want. Yeah. We can choose hell. We can choose heaven. We can, and that's what Jesus was constantly talking about. It was, it was a here and now reality. We can choose yeah. hell now. Mm-hmm. And people do every day. I do every day in some fashion. You know, I'm not out raping people and killing people, but yeah. I make my own hell decisions by how I treat my family or whatever. Sure. I, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And we can choose heaven. Like, we can choose light. We can choose dark. We have this ability. That doesn't mean that God doesn't exist. It doesn't mean that God is I didn't say God there. didn't exist. No, no, I mean, I, I, that, that's probably not... I didn't, that's not exactly what I wanted to say. But it doesn't mean that God isn't there. It just means that we... And this is, I think, what Jesus was, was really getting at was this God is, as Tillich would say, is the ground of all being. Yep. I would... You're... I'm, you're and you can choose whether you want to be plugged into that reality or not. I would say I would agree with everything you right. just said. Yeah. I'm just saying in that moment, it, when that's happening, the, the, the full potential of, of, of goodness, the full potential of love is not as present as I would like it to be. Well, it's because somebody's choosing hell. For right. sure. And, that, and that's what yeah. I'm saying. Right. So they're choosing. So we're basically start. just saying the same shit. We're just using different language. Exactly. Okay. Okay. Yep. Glad we, glad we spent 20 minutes to sort <laughs> Next <that> one. <laughs> uh, did, did I don't cover? know if we covered all of it. I, there was a lot going if, on. If there. we didn't cover it, you can ask it on our next episode. Whatever, whatever we missed. Um, let me find another question. All right. Uh, here we go. Hey, guys. It's Ryan Barba Wire. Uh, <laughs> thought of maybe asking you guys <clears throat> i grew up uh probably you could call it evangelical not not the kind of evangelical that's going to stand on a street corner with a wooden cross and a megaphone but um you know now now that i can look back i would say probably evangelical um i also went to catholic school for grades one through eight um so growing up i, I had like a sort of an adversarial relationship i think with other religions um so my religion teacher i was probably the bane of her existence uh, growing up <laughs> Um, so I would ask her questions like, uh, so if a Muslim dies, uh, the Bible says, um, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. Nobody gets to the Father but by me. Muslim doesn't believe in Jesus, therefore, what happens to him when he dies? And I was like, well, obviously he goes to hell, right? Because that's what the Bible says. Um, <clears throat> so time passed. You know, I grew up, uh, had some spiritual journey, whatever you want to call that. 
and uh, I married a Catholic, <laughs> so um, <laughs> despite my disdain, I think before for for the institution and, and just for any kind of uh, religion like that, I uh, you know said, oh, purgatory—that's bullshit. That's not in the Bible. Uh, Eucharist is fake. It's not the body and blood. It doesn't turn in. There's nothing says in the Bible about that. I can refute it with this verse and this verse and this verse. And so, as I said, I, I married a Catholic. Um, and, and now I, I've come to realize I think all that stuff is kind of window dressing, so to speak. Not that it's not important, but it's not material to a, what's important, whether Mary was born without sin or whether she was a virgin after she had Jesus, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Right. Um, so I think because of my journey, I've become more accepting of other faiths, obviously. Um, I'm not Catholic myself, and I don't really plan on becoming one. But I never would have envisioned myself marrying one. <laughs> but I'm very happy now. So my question <laughs> to you guys, I guess now that it's time for the question, is uh, with your backgrounds and how you were sort of brought up, did you also have that adversarial, you know, I'm right, you're wrong kind of thing? Is like so? Is that is that? Do you think that's inherent in in the evangelical system? Um, and if so, why do you think that is? And what can be done to kind of you know? stop that. And if you don't think it's inherent in the system, then uh, why not, I guess. So I'm just kind of wondering about that. Now, reflecting on my past, sort of, I've I've definitely seen that as something that was apparent and is no longer. So, all right. I hope you get some more voicemail messages uh, other than this one and the other one you have. Uh, Wait for the answer on the show. Thanks, guys. Come see the violence inherent in the system. (laughs) Thank you. Help, help, I'm being repressed. I kept thinking of Monty Python. Brad, I looked at each other at the exact yeah, same time. Yeah, we did. It's, okay. tri- it's tribalism. It is. And it's not, I don't, it's definitely evangelical, but it's definitely not just in evangelical. Oh, yeah. And, you know, I, we did grow up with the adversarial For thing. For sure. Mm-hmm. Even within the same religion. Oh, I remember, like, yeah. hating the other yes. church across town just because their youth group was different than ours. I remember, Not yeah. because they had any yes. different beliefs. It's just like, it wasn't yep. our Absolutely. beliefs. Absolutely. Yes. No, I... Uh, yeah, definitely adversarial. Um, I, I think I've shared before kind of where my deconstruction began was around this question. Mm-hmm. Was Mother Teresa, oh, she's in hell based on my theology. That's pretty damn adversarial. Yeah. I mean, bit. that's, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, for me, it started unraveling with accepting Catholics. Yeah. Kind of like what he's talking yeah. about. Because I, I started reading Merton. I started reading yeah. Teresa of Avila uh-huh. and St. Julian of Norwich. St. John of the Cross. St. John of the Cross. I started reading um, these Catholic voices and going, holy shit, they've got a lot to say. Yeah. Like, it yeah. was really speaking to me. And I was like, okay, well, obviously God can use them too. And then it just has sort of led me mm-hmm. down the path over the years to go, well, maybe, we're, the, maybe we're, the Buddha has something to say. It's, it's different paths up yeah. a mountain, man. Yeah. I mean, it really is. And I know that sounds for so many people, and I'm sure there's probably listeners right now that are going, oh, God. You guys are going to hell. It's just that new age bullshit. No, it's like, no. it's when you really boil down what other religions are saying, we're really all saying pretty similar shit. Yeah. I mean, yeah. really. Yep. I mean, when you're, it's very similar stuff. But what you're all, see, we're all seeking is that divine connection. Yeah. I mean, there's there's an argument right now that asshole in New York, the Muslim guy that killed people, he screams Allahu Akbar. And I've seen a number of articles written by Muslims that are like, I want to reclaim that those words. Yeah. There was a, a one was written by a Pakistani or not. Uh, oh, a, penguin uh, takes his car into the sorry. A uh, Palestinian Christian yeah. who was like, I say Allahu Akbar every day. It means God is great. It means our God is great. Yeah. It, it's a like, 
it's it's a that's a Christian using that phrase. I yeah. mean, because it's Arabic. He speaks yeah. Arabic. Like, yeah. and there and there's a, there's this debate right now. There's this among among Muslims. They're wanting to reclaim that from the terrorists. It's just saying God is great in the same way that we say God is great. It's because they speak another language. Yeah, it's like saying our God is greater. Yes, our <laughs> God Allah is stronger. <laughs> Allahu Akbar. Yeah, but I, I that Akbar. No. Admiral, <laughs> Admiral Akbar, don't go it's a trap. Um, but uh, the shield is down. All right, <laughs> commence the attack on the Death Star. Admiral Akbar, you done, Michael? Better than any other. All right, he's a giant <sighs> shrimp. He got <laughs> actually a space shrimp on the same planet as the Mon Calamari. Are you fucking morons done yet. God. <laughs> All right. I don't even know what I was saying now. I think basically what I was saying, <laughs> you dicks. Um... But it, it, all of I, all of that was leading. It started with accepting Catholics as actually being Christians, yeah. and has sort of snowballed into understanding yeah. the universal. It's cosmic Christ, the cosmic yeah. Christ, and that's what see, it see. is. Is of if you're born in Thailand, you're a Buddhist. If you're born in Saudi yeah. Arabia, you're a Muslim. If Absolutely. you're born in Tennessee, you're probably. I mean, evangelical. The, the 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 evangelical the, the American Christian idea that like you, you'll say that to people to American evangelicals, you'd be like. What do you? If you were born in Saudi Arabia, you'd be Muslim. No, I wouldn't. I'd be a Christian because I'd know better. No, no, you fucking. Wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. You'd be a fucking Muslim because ninety nine percent are Muslim. It's yeah. just it's a cultural. Yeah. In the same way that in many parts of this country, Christianity is just cultural. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing Christian about most of American Christianity. It's yeah. just a cultural identity. Yeah. And it, and it a lot of that sort of unraveled. But yeah, I mean, I. It takes a long time to grow. Yeah, it out takes of that. a while. A long time. I mean, it's just, it's it's just like anything else. It clicks. I mean, and, and it's just it, a series. It, it of, takes an understanding of a, a new way of looking at Jesus. Like that's where yeah. it starts. Yeah, it, it starts with a new of understanding who Jesus was talking to. Yep. Who he was railing against. Yep. Like if you understand those two things and get those two things right, it, it changes yeah, everything. It really does. He was railing against the religious, and he was including those who were outside the religious circles. Yep. Full stop. Yep, absolutely. So hit that button, buddy. Michael, what do you think? What was the question? Oh, my Just God. hit the button. <laughs> I don't even remember what the question was. Oh, uh, what was the question? Other religions? <sighs> yeah, what you guys said. Okay, okay. I'm on board. <laughs> That's great. Thanks for the contribution. Move on. <laughs> All right. Hi, this is Shanna Murphy Zellers. Murph! known as Papa Murph. And, <laughs> Murph and the um, Magic Tones. Super excited to get to leave this voicemail because I love hearing my voice on a podcast. Um, first of all, I want to say thank you for doing the interview with Brandon Hatmaker. I know that, that was probably nerve wracking since he's a pastor and from Texas, but <laughs> um, I love him very much. I love his family, and I appreciate you guys taking a risk on him. And I feel like it was a great interview. Um, Secondly, okay, here's my question. I just want to pause and say he took the risk on us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, he did. did. I also want to pause and say, does she have a southern accent? Well, she lives in Texas. I never dreamed. That, I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know. I never, I never that imagined. voice does not, for me, like it, 
I never would have put that voice with her, but now like, oh, she's from Texas. It take, yeah, makes total totally makes sense. sense. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, love right. it. I love uh, that. Yes. Yeah. Love her it's accent. a great. It's yes. a fantastic yeah. accent. We love it. All right, let's go. We love Back. it, Long Tim. Love you, Long Tim, Papa <laughs> Murph. For uh, the live episode, tell me, each of you, tell me your favorite thing about your wife, because your wives don't get near enough near enough credit. We're putting up with all of you. That's I love you guys true. so much. Thank you for doing what you do. I feel like we're family. And um, I'm very grateful for the entertainment and thought that you guys give us every week. That was nice. Who wants to go first? Uh, I don't. Okay. I'll yeah. go first. <laughs> you don't? <laughs> Not yet. Okay. Yeah. I think, uh, I think for me, with Mandy, her... I'm trying to figure out the best way to say it, but her... We just we're so different that it make that it works. Yeah. Like she has this ability with me. Like she's so patient with me. Like I can be a real pain in the ass. <laughs> no. <laughs> Dude, you're fine. No, come I'm, on. Shut up. Come no, on. I mean I can be like you are an angel. I'm just I can be so I can be goofy to I can be an obnoxious as hell. Like yes. intentionally. Matt, you know that. I know especially this. Michael, you know it a little bit. A little but bit. yeah. She's so patient with me and she's always shown me such grace. Um you know, I th- after we've come out of the church, it's I've known for a long time that she was over it long before I was. Mm-hmm. She yeah. was so gracious and has always been so gracious with me that even um, even when we have arguments, even when we have fights, there's always she's always so patient and gracious uh, to me, um, more so than I generally am to her. You know what I mean? So like, yeah. even when I don't deserve it, even when I've not really done anything to deserve that she's always willing to like forgive me basically. So I just say her ability to forgive and, and, and she just, yeah, she's just kind of like that with everybody. She just doesn't have enemies. Like, you know what I mean? Like she doesn't hate anybody. She just kind of, that's just how she goes through life. So nice. Yeah. Um, I would say with Sarah, um, I love her openness. She's changed a lot. Yes. In, in the time that mm-hmm. we, yeah. Uh, since I've known her, um, her openness towards change. Um, and then her trajectory, I guess mm-hmm. I, I love where she's going. I love who she is and I love who she's been, but I'm excited to see where she ends up. Mm-hmm. I, I can't wait to grow old with her. <laughs> I want to grow yeah, old say, with you. I sang that at a wedding once. Did you really? I did. Of course. You at my did. brother's wedding, <laughs> I sang it. My twelfth string guitar. Because <laughs> why not? But yeah, I, uh, I uh, yeah. She's, see, Billy Idol gets it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. All right, Maddie, your turn. Um, this question comes at an interesting time for us. Mm-hmm. Um. Without going into too much detail, uh, my wife found a lump and had biopsied on Monday, and we're finding out tomorrow whether there's anything there or not. So um, we're in, we're in a weird spot, and um, I mean, you guys know my wife. Mm-hmm. And, uh, there, I know the night I met her. I'll just tell you what I what I immediately noticed. The the night I met her was uh, I worked orientation weekend um 
so I could pick up chicks. Um, <laughs> I mean, so I could help the school. I mean, so I could serve Jesus. Um, and we took a group of fre- friends. Some friends and I took a group of freshmen out. She was Wait, there. did you name your penis Jesus? Really? <laughs> You're welcome. Hey! Um... <laughs> Don't hashtag that, Michael. My God. Uh, the, the hashtag is penis name Jesus. No. Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. Hell nope. no. Hard no. Hard no. Sorry. The hardest of no's. Uh, I think I just Michaeled all over your story. I'm sorry. Uh, that's not shocking. Generally, that's how you work. Anyway, so um, we took a group freshman out. She was part of that group. And I went back that night after having met her and was like, I would like to marry her. Like, I immediately was like, she is fantastic is she is she younger than you then yeah 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 by a year by a year year ish yeah it goes like it's perfect with the four of us it's i'm the youngest and then it's mandy and then beth right now our birthdays line up 37 38 by a year yeah i did not know that right now our birthdays line up right now right you guys are two years apart until until my birthday we're lined up yeah are you guys two years apart then? Obviously, no. We're three and a half, three. Okay. So it's I'm 37, Mandy's 38, Beth is 39 right oh, now. Oh no, wait. Oh no, wait. We're 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 synced up from Mandy to me. That's right. Because I'm 41. Yes. So I right. so when I my yeah, birthday yeah, yeah. turns, it messes that up. Yeah. So, so anyway, at, at one point during the year, the four of us from are May synced to September. Year, year, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Through the summer, we're we're yeah. all synced up. Anyway, I love so you guys get synced up. God. Just read your just. So anyway, I. She, I, I don't think I've ever met a human being like her. I mean, I really haven't. Like, yeah. and I, I mean, I know people gushing over their wives is weird, and it, like everybody thinks their wife's fantastic, but like, I've never known anybody that did not like her. Yeah, she. She's a much better person than you are. Yeah, no, she is. She's a much better person than anybody I've known. Yeah. Like literally. Yep. Um, I mean, it, it, she. J- I, I don't even know how to even describe her to people until you meet her. Like, you just. She most hospitable, loving giving gracious person she will work herself to the bone for you mm-hmm. she would give you the shirt off her back um it, it's just she's just unbelievable I, i'd be i mean i it, i really hit a home run like if you guys know saw my high school picture you'd be like what the fuck is he doing with her <laughs> like or your picture now most, or, most, most yeah youth, i mean youth minister said that and it was really obnoxious but with matt it was actually true no it really seriously like i'm not that's not false you may like you just look at her and you go what is why is she with him like she is just that she is just in a, a next level human being just in not in like what she believes or how she just how she lives her life. It's just yeah. it's just unbelievable. So I'm a, I'm a very fortunate man to be married to her for 19 years. So and she really got the raw into that deal. Yeah, I think we know that. Yeah, at least once a week. Thank you. Jeez. Hey! <laughs> you just did that to yourself. I might as well. All right. Um, <laughs> it's more, really more of an example of what I was just saying, that I'm a terrible human being. Yeah, pretty much. she is a saint. All right. Um, let's go with let's go with this one. Hey, it's Brandon Evans. I left that last voicemail question as well. Uh, I have never Don't know which one that was. More serious note. So the third way... Uh, Love the sound of it and want to try and follow it in my life as much as possible. However, how do you reconcile the idea of people who are legitimate Trump fanboys? And I'm not talking reluctant Trump fans, but legitimate Trump fanboys and fangirls 
how do you reconcile the idea that some of them can be good people when mm. everything inside you is telling you that they're all dickheads and big <laughs> and racists and whatnot? Um, love to hear your answer on this. Uh, thank you. Uh, I've been wrestling this for, with this one for uh, for months. a little bit. <laughs> all right. Thank you. I, I will say Quick this. Quick answer, we don't know. I, I will, well, I will say this. I don't know because I'm struggling with that too. I will also say that and I read something along those lines. I don't remember who it was from. It was probably Bojangles. He always says stuff that pisses me off. Good that, old Bluey. Yeah, that 10 years ago, I probably would have voted for Trump. Yeah. Yeah. I, I probably would have for for, for any that. for any number of reasons. I'd like I mean, to sit here and say there's no for way. Abortion. that I probably so I try to remember. Yeah. I try to remember. Yeah, I try to remember that I'm. Well, he had an R next to his name. That's why yeah. I would have. So I try to remember that I was there. Yeah. In some yeah. at some level. Yeah. It, it, it's really hard. I was never overtly racist. I was never part of the KKK. I was never like. I mean, I had, but I had those tendencies. I mean, I, I really did. I was raised white and privileged and like. I had those tendencies and grew yeah. up with biases and like, so I, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. Cause I, I don't have it all. I mean, you can look at my Twitter feed. I don't have it all nailed down. I, I get yeah. angry. I, I have, I'm angry at the way the world is right now, the way our yeah. country is. I'm angry at the way all the hate that's being thrown around by white people. And it really from both sides. I mean, there's hate from both sides. Let's just yeah. be honest. Yep. Yo, for and sure. I'm guilty of slinging my fair share. Yeah. And so, I don't know what the third way is. I, I really, I mean, the third way looks like love and compassion and grace and justice and forgiveness. But I, don't I, say, know. I know what it is. I just don't know how to. I don't know how to do it. Yeah, I, and it's hard not to get drawn into that. It is. Yeah, I, I think what you have to do. Mudslinging is a lot easier. Yeah, it's tons, and it's a lot more fun too. It, 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 there's, there's a lo, it, there's like a miserableness to there's, it. There's an easy gratification to it. Yes, there's an instant gratification to. But it leaves you empty and miserable. Yep. What I would say is you have to. You have to humanize those people. Yeah. You have to get to know those people. When I think about those people, I think, man, they're f- freaking vile. They're they're disgusting. They're everything I don't want uh, in this world. And then I think, oh wait, that's my mom. Yeah. Who's sweet? Has given yeah. me everything. Yeah. Uh, she, I may, I, I do not agree with her politically, and even on really about anything let's on, be on theology as yeah. well. Like, but she is such a caring, lovely person. Yeah, she will. She would do anything. Yep. She's such a great person. That said, we agree disagree on on ninety five percent of everything. Yep. Um, but I, I think you have to humanize them. They're not just faceless people. Yeah. They're not. I mean, they have. They have families they have loved ones they have people who care about them and it's easy to take to strip their humanity from them mm-hmm. it's to say that they're they're all evil and that's what we do that's what we do yeah. that's what you oh, do God, in divorces yeah. that's what you yeah. do in any kind of breakup it, it's you strip people of their humanity and then they become all evil well it's splitting it's, yeah it's what peter rollins yeah, talks about you yeah. split the world into what he says goodies and baddies yeah. like and it's very gratifying. Oh yeah, because you're surprisingly you're always on the good side, right? Yeah. I mean, think think about divorces that you've had, or, or not that you've had, but but <laughs> the, the, had one you, yet. you've you've helped friends through, or you know, witnessed. Mm-hmm. Very few of those end on good terms. Yeah. And what happens is this person that you loved at one point in time, you only see them for their for their flaws, for the shit they did to you. Yep. And and rightfully so. They did a, some terrible, terrible shit to you. But nonetheless, 
you once loved them. And it's the same with us. We once love we, we we once were the people that we now so yep. have so much frustration towards. Yeah. Yep. And I, I think man, I've I've been really struggling with this, wrestling with it. We, we live in a major Trump community, like I don't think people really understand yeah. unless you're from around here, really yeah. get it. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's easy for people to go, oh, they li-. No, I mean, like, I bet, like I said, we've said, I bet 80 to 90% voted Trump and are probably still well, really happy with it. Let me tell the rest the rest of our story about yeah. my Halloween last night. So I p- put a post in the pub about this. Yeah. So I, I told four different stories of our community. The last one was the Chris Tomlin thing. Yeah. Uh, then Blair and Chris Tomlin in the town square. Uh, saw, I was driving down the road, saw somebody in a Hillary Clinton sign or in a Hillary uh, Clinton mask. I uh, thought, oh my gosh, somebody is in this town is wearing Hillary Clinton. That's awesome. Get up closer, and they had sharpied on the forehead, liar. Yeah, just not over it. I mean, there are Trump signs everywhere. It's they're freaking littered. <laughs> By the way, I had to laugh. The one sign house I saw on Washington Street, which is where everybody goes trick or treating, so bunch yeah. of huge old houses. They're yeah. really nice. One house had a Trump uh, sign out front. We're not giving out candy. Like, boy, does that really wow. say a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, I just, it was just this moment of, but I mean, I saw, I was the same way. I saw somebody wrapped in a Trump flag. Yep. And I had a visceral reaction. Yep. Like, there, I literally want, like, there was a moment where I wanted to hurt that person. Yep. yep. Uh, there are Confederate flags in this town yeah. all over. I mean, it was a visceral, like, yep. I couldn't believe th- what, I mean, it pissed me off. Like, yeah. I wanted to just I, I I wanted to I was angry like I yeah. wanted to hurt that person in that moment when I saw. Well, it. How many times do we call each other? Man, I just saw the worst bumper sticker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. all the time. Yeah. And then lastly, uh, I overheard a guy say, um, "I thought about wearing my white robes tonight, mm-hmm. um, but I didn't want to get confused for Casper." Yeah, mm. neat. What the fuck does that mean, buddy? Yeah, I think you know. What yeah, it you know what yeah. it means. I mean, I that's, know. Yeah, it, it, man. We're saying all this. To, uh, we don't know. Like I, there are days where I have good days with this, where I have these moments of clarity. Like last night, after when I got home, Donald Trump Jr. had that dumbass tweet. Yeah, yeah, fucking with his daughter. You know, I, you don't need my. We'll I, see, I, and there's your reaction. Yeah, I know, yeah, but it, fuck at, first, yeah. at like, first I was I at first I was angry, and then I felt pity. I'm like, my God, like, yeah. I, I even tweeted. I'm like, dude, don't. Don't drag your daughter into this yeah. shit, man. Like beautiful little blonde girl, like just trying to trick or treat, and you drag you put a picture of her in front of millions of people and drag her into this shit. She just doesn't belong there. Don't drag your kids into this stuff. I had this moment of pity. I'm like, God, like there's a very real possibility that guy ends up in prison and she has no father. Yeah, yeah. The truth. The truth there was is, a, there's a pity. Like I, I'm trying so hard. To what you said, humanite, like, yeah, to understand that I think there's a level of it's 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 a literal cult at this point. It's yeah. it, I mean, and I don't mean that oh for sure I, in a lighthearted way or in a, in a flippant sides. way. It's a cult. Yeah, like the cult of Trump is real. The, yeah. I mean, he can he could get away with literally. I realize anything. I just sound like Trump whenever I said on both sides. But he said, "Fuck me." But he said, God "No." But it. he said he. I mean, it. He could say or do anything, and he has, and they don't care. That's a definition of a cult leader in in a in a in a cult following. Yeah. 
And so there's a level of brainwashing there, and it doesn't excuse it, but I'm trying my best to go, they've been brainwashed. And I don't know what it looks like to even converse with that at this point. The truth is they're just as miserable as we are. They, Of course they're miserable. Like you can't, you can't look to somebody like that who's saying the things that he's saying and, and cheer that without being a deeply miserable person. Yeah. Like you can't possibly be a joyful person, I don't think, and, and go and, and be happy with a 10-year-old girl getting out of surgery and getting deported. Yeah. Yeah. And going, oh, we're safe now. Like you can't. I, I I don't know. Like I'm saying all this to say, I don't think that we have an answer to this question. Yeah, I don't know. There's got to be a different way. I know what there's the third, third way third looks way, like. I don't know personally how to do it. How to do it? Yeah, and yeah, there's certain know. days that I'm better at it, where I I feel a little more grace and understanding and whatever. But man, there's some days where I just it's not fuck ha- it, it ain't happening. Like, just yeah. fuck it all. Like yep. It's, yeah, I don't know. Maybe, uh, maybe maybe it's a point of being more uh, hyper local. In terms of of what's going on and and really being more involved in your community, yeah, than it is being bombarded with what's on the news tonight. Get get off get off social media. Take yeah. breaks. You've got to take breaks. Um, one thing I wanted to say is my tweet yesterday with uh, uh, I, I wrote Brandon and I had a conversation about this whole thing yesterday uh, morning, and I wrote I, as a joke on Twitter. I wrote uh, starting to write a book with at Brandon Andrus called The Other Side of Duality: Why Matching Your Anger with Theirs doesn't solve anything. Yeah. And I think that we sums had a discussion up in the pub about. about it. Yeah. It doesn't solve anything. Yeah. Like when we feels get, pretty good though. It does feel fucking it does, great. It's that, it's that it's a rage boner. It's it's, 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 it's instant gratification. It's yeah. that lizard brain yep. like yep. part of you that just it's so pleasing to split the world into we're the good guys and they're the bad guys. There's something about that, like you said, that or maybe it's just a monkey brain. Like well, you yeah. split this into we're yeah. the good guys, they're the bad guys. And it's so easy because you know where you are then. Well here's like there's a there's a dis equilibrium to the third way. Yeah. Yeah. Where you don't know where you're at. There's no defined borders. Yeah. Where you know what I mean, and this is where but with the lizard brand, there's defined borders. It's, that's all it wants. Yeah. It's it's good and bad. It's and that's it's a survival instinct, and it's this hurting, like, instinct of yeah. I've got to be in order to be safe. We've got to herd with these people, yes, yeah, and sure. with yeah. our people or whatever that yeah. is with that tribe. I mean, I put on Twitter a, a couple weeks ago. The problem isn't Republicans. The problem isn't Democrats. The problem is tribalism. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Like. That's the problem. The, yeah. our, the entire problem in our country right now is pure tribalism. Yeah. It's our tribe is the good tribe. Your tribe is the bad tribe. And it's just people just fucking barking at each other. Yeah. And I'm just as guilty of that as anybody else. Yep. And I'm trying my best. And to tribalism not be. can be a good thing. It's, it's but good. But it can be you, very bad. You as have well. to find your tribe, but you also have to hold that with an open hand, too. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you can't yeah. just wall yourself off, yeah, and and go. Well, that just is just to keep everybody else out of this tribe. Yet it's try it, tr- finding your tribe is a is a normal human thing, but when that becomes exclusive, it's a problem. Well, and if you remember when we talked to Science Mike, you talked about the brain a little bit, or maybe it was on Pete Holmes' podcast. I don't remember. At some point, I've heard Science Mike talk about this. When you talk about the brain, like the lizard brain is the very that's where in everything goes in through like the very base well, of your here, skull we're here because of that yeah but yeah. But, but everything goes through evolutionarily that. So it, the further you go into the brain the deeper you go the, the closer you get to the front of the brain the more energy it takes mm-hmm. to main to do those things and third way thinking is empathy in the, third way thinking mm-hmm. is in the front of your brain 
the lizard brain takes no energy. It takes no effort yeah. to react. Yeah, it's, it's lazy. It, it's supposed to be a spontaneous because re- again, I'm it's being a survival. chased by a tiger. I've it's a survival get the fuck instinct. Out of here. So yeah. you automatically react, but it takes a lot more energy and effort to work your way through the front of your brain to where your empathy, your compassion lie, yeah. where your your rational thought, where you you logically think through things. What? Do you keep going? No, I'm done. Ask science, Matt. <laughs> There you go. I do read. I did go to space camp, so. Uh, it was space camp. I'm pretty sure that was on. Because your butt is that I think it was, it was on either we talked to him or that was he, on. I've, heard him, I've yeah. heard him say it. I've he heard talks Rob about, Bell say it. He talks it. about all, it in his book, too. He talks yeah. about it a lot. Um, you know, but. Takes more energy also, to keep the lights Well, on. he also talks about the fact that you have to work out those parts of your brain. Yes. Like, and he talks you about, you know, meditating. There's scientifically speaking, meditating on a loving God is actually good for your brain. Right now, we're, right now we're living out of our, every, the country's living yeah. out of a lizard brain. It is. And it's just tearing each other apart. Yep. I mean, yep. it's, it is. It's just running from each other. And yep. Yeah. All right. We've got three questions left. Yep. Okay. Let's do it. Um, one we're not going to answer. Uh, well, oh, uh, I'll play that one, and, and what I'm going to say is we're not going to answer it before I play it, and then I'll explain why. All right. Okay. Greetings, pastored people, all of you. Um, this is Matt Benson, and my question is, um, what's the role of prayer? I think you've touched Matt oh, Benson. Now Matt I know Benson. why we're not answering this. Done this a few yeah. times. Okay. But in, in a di- couple of different areas in the Bible, it says that we should pray and that sort of thing. But there are other portions, like, you know, Jesus says that God already knows what you want. Um, and that's around where the, where the, uh, uh, Lord's Prayer shows up. And it's, it's not clear to me that, you know, prayer is necessarily asking God to do things or so much letting God know that you're acknowledging Him or, I've been struggling with prayer for a while and I don't mm-hmm. really know what its role is or what I'm trying to accomplish right now. I'm trying to do it fairly regularly, but I'm struggling with it. Yeah. So that's my question. What does prayer actually do and what are we actually trying to accomplish? Hmm. Thanks a lot. Uh, happy 90th episode. Have a nice day. <laughs> uh, thank you. So, so I, I will great, say, uh, great episode 73 with Alice Connor, we talked about prayer. Yeah. A um, little bit with Does God Still Talk with Brandon, mm-hmm. the one we the, where you were yep. gone, you were in Canada. Uh, so that's episode 73 and episode 75. We kind of covered that a little bit. So you might start there if you haven't yeah. listened to those yet. But next week, we are. We're yeah. going on the road. We're pastor's taking this. prayer breakfast. Doing a pastor's prayer breakfast at yeah. night. Yes. Yeah, prayer. With Andy Redwine. Yeah. Andy Redwine. I think Ian Irving will be there too. Yeah, possibly, like the, <laughs> possibly the drunk Irishman. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah, we we're are on the traveling, traveling to Andy's house. Finally going to have yep. that uh, pancake prayer breakfast. Yep. yep. Uh, and so. we're going to sit around and eat and talk about prayer. So it'll be, next episode will be a yeah. lot different compared to this one. It will. Um, we're not entirely sure what it's going to look like. Yeah, yet. we're, we're not still sure. working that out. It may be. It may be. It may just be a, a total shit show. show. We'll but we're going to air it for you, as opposed yeah. to the other ninety episodes, right. which well, haven't been shit shows. Well, we'll see. It's going to be a yeah. complete, uh, a complete different kind yeah, of episode. So, so hang, on, hang on for next. It week. may be our best work yet. It but we just, are. But we are going to talk about prayer because I mean I yeah I don't know I'm with you I'm with you too like I don't know. I yep. think I think I will say, just spoiler alert. You no, know, just judging by you know the the conversations we've had in the pub, the conversations we've had on this podcast about it. For me, I think it seems like prayer is a major 
hot button with people that are deconstructing. Yeah, like it's, it's one of those. Yeah. It's one of those things that goes. It's one yeah. of those. Yeah. One of those cards in the house of cards that fucks off, and you're like, I, I don't know. I don't know do what now. to do with any. Yeah. Of I know. I don't. So, so our hope is to yeah. about do about fifty percent prayer and fifty percent bacon <laughs> next week. So <laughs> maybe sixty forty did the bacon. Yeah. Yeah, bacon always wins. Yeah. <laughs> we hey. should each take a pound of bacon. <laughs> I'd eat. I I would eat an entire I pound of bacon without, without even without even trying. Without even trying. Yeah. Yep. All right. Uh, next or question. Rashers, as they call them in Ireland, <laughs> a rasher of bacon. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Ian, we'll bring some rashers. He'll bring some rashers. All right, here we go. All right. God, I hope this is the right number. You didn't leave an outgoing message. This is Ruben from Chicago. And if you're supporting Glorious Bastards, then I've reached the right place. Question for you guys. Why do people tend to shit on short-term missions? Mm. Um, I remember being on a uh, short-term mission a couple years back uh, after I'd met my wife. And uh, one of the long-term missionaries was there and just shit all over us the entire time we were there. Um you know, you're basically claiming, well, well, you guys are just here to punch your Jesus card and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So I was just curious under uh, if you guys have any insight as to why uh, why people frown on short-term mission, uh, mm. people who go on short-term mission trips and short-term mission trips in and of itself. Um, just kind of curious. So, yeah, thanks. I would I would initially say that... Hashtag crank that hog. <laughs> 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 Greetings. Oh, pastured sorry. people, sorry. all of you. Oh, man, come, um, on. come on, hit the button. My I man. would say, I would initially say that that missionary just may have been an asshole. Like that's, yeah. a, that's a kind of an asshole move. Like if you go to help somebody, that also could be a very a very <laughs> Freudian also. slip way of uh, being, please take me with you, take me home. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, really, that could be somebody yeah. speaking out of their own misery of God. Well, I wish I could go home. I hate this. Like I think there is some, some validity there to is. like mission trips that yes. I've been on where we're painting the same house for the 18th time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like I I went and did a we built a baptistry for a church and then the next year it was filled up again. Yeah, like went to the exact same church and and we literally built a baptistry and they filled it with cement and we were doing diff- painting d- the same walls we painted the year before yeah insane yeah um but i think there there is some validity to yeah, to getting that stamped on your jesus card yep. um but i do think it all depends on what the short term mission is if you're looking for they even said that on like like um crisis is like uh, the hurricane relief and stuff, th- they say the best thing for you to do is not to come. Yes, they don't um, need more people there. Yep. They n- they need you to send money. Yeah, and so I think it depends on what it is. If you're a carpenter and can go and use your 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 abilities in that way, that's a great thing. But if you're going there just to pass out water, they got plenty of people that can pass out water. Mm-hmm. They can pass out water. Pay for the water. You know, I, as, as youth ministers, we had we were in a weird place because yeah. it's really a youth thing. It is. The short-term mission I mean, trip. Brandon Hatmaker mentioned he's like, How, we've all we've all yes. gone on mission trips yes. with our matching T-shirts and yes. basically saying, "Don't we are that. not you." Yeah, yep. And it's, I did it. We yeah, all did. A it. lot of it is, you know, you see these, you see all these pic. You know, it's almost like <laughs> you see all these you know rich white kids or middle class white kids who go on these mission trips to the to Haiti or to Mexico or to wherever. And I did it. Yeah, I, I did it, and I took yeah. kids on trips to these poor areas. And you take pictures with the kids, and you you do you, know, you show how much fun I'm having, and how much these kids love it, and blah blah blah, and then and then you leave, and they're still in their fucking same situation they were yeah. in. Nothing's changed it's for mission, them. Missio tourism. Yeah. It, it, I, it, and in some sense, now there, I will say this as a caveat: I think there's 
those can be beneficial. I think mm-hmm. there's some benefit to exposing kids to a world outside their yeah. own world. Because it can be an influence, it can be have an impact. Because I, yeah. I've had kids in my youth group right now that were in my youth group who are doing working with homeless people, yeah. working with sex trafficking because victims of because of those mission trips. Yeah. yeah, or not because of, but at least those were part of their journey. Yeah, so there is some benefit to that. Yeah, yeah. I, I'll say for me, I'm really conflicted about it. And I think I think a lot of it has to be if the person leading it is doing it in the right vein, it's probably going to be good. Yeah. But I, I know I know some youth ministers that sucked at the like where it really was like I remember um I was uh the church I think it was I was interning at when I was in, in college, I interned at a church as a youth minister, but it, I was like working under their youth minister. Yeah. And they did a trip to I want to say Puerto Rico, a mission trip. And the whole like last four days of a week and a half long trip, they stayed at a resort. Yeah. It was literally mission tourism. And I'm like, God, like I, even then I was like, man, something seems off about that. Like you're basically just raising money so that you can go on vacation. Yeah. I went on a, on a you trip mean? Like you, you, where you it was very similar paint to a couple of houses and then you go on vacation. So we spent but, two days in San Antonio. Yeah. But I'll, I'll say in I struggled with this when I, I went to Haiti in, in 2007 and it really did something to me. Yeah. And it did something to some people that were on that trip that some kids, we had took a lot of a few, quite a few kids it was kids and adults. And that trip did something to me, but I was really conflicted about it. And I think actually what we ran into some was some of the locals were very, I don't know if hostile is the right word Yeah, toward our group. But it was definitely like, oh, good, it's another bunch of white saviors. Yep. Like, there was this, I, you know what I mean? Like, you yeah. could kind of see that they were just like, we, we started helping build a house, which is great. But the actual Haitian guys, we did it for about two days, and then we did other work. And they had it done in like an afternoon. Like, yeah. it was like they were just waiting for us to get the fuck out of the way yeah. so they could get it done. Because of then the what money we should have, Then what we should have done is just gotten out of the fucking way and let them do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like... It, I've heard this. But we, I mean, we did some great things. We took down a bunch of school supplies for the school there. We took food. We took like, yeah, that's good. <sighs> and, and we, you know, we, we ran some, uh, there, I, 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 there, I, there was a girl, we, we were doing a food clinic where the people from the village came and they, it was for, uh, mothers and, and children, uh, came and got food we prayed with them. You know, I look back at that and yeah. I'm like, whatever. But like, you know, but we we gave them food, and then we you know we prayed with them before they left. But I remember a little girl coming up to me, and sitting on my lap, and I could tell she something wasn't right. Yeah, like she was super lethargic and just really like it wasn't like you know the other kids were bouncing around and she was just really like I could tell something wasn't right. And we took down some nurses, and I said to them. I think there's something wrong with her. Like she fell asleep on me. Wow. Like I was sitting, she fell asleep on my chest and I said to the nurses, I don't, something's not right here. Like she's not acting like the other kids or something. Right. Well, they took her to the clinic and turned out she had malaria. Wow. Now that girl probably may not, may not have lived had she not come there. Yeah. And, and end up getting treatment. 
You know what I mean? Because we took yeah. down actually malaria drugs is one of the things we took down with us. We had to hmm. freaking bribe customs and Port-au-Prince, literally, like literally bribe them to get this shit through. Wow. Um, and so you know, it was it was just this mix of like we did good things, but you could also tell the locals were sort of like, ugh, yeah, it's another group sure. of stupid white Americans. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And so I. <sighs> Two things I, I, I almost I, I and so I look back on that trip I'm like it was good. We didn't do shit. That place yeah. did way more to me than I did to Haiti. Haiti's not going to remember sure. me. And that's that's what I was going to say. So two things I would say is a common thing that's said is that short term missions trips are the are for the people going on the trip. Yep. More than they are for the people that are they're at the destination and long-term missions are more for the people at the destination than they are for the the people going on the trip. Um, and I don't know how much that's a gross overgeneralization. Uh, and I'm sure there are special cases on both sides. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, in fact, I know there are. Um, but I, one time we went on a mission trip and, um, it was at a church in Mexico and, um, so we were spending, we spent like a week there. And on the last day, uh, one of the girls that we were staying in the house of, she was getting ready to go on a trip herself. And she was going to a mission trip in Mexico. Yeah. So the people that we were going for a mission trip for, they were leaving for a mission trip <laughs> to a, an even worse part of, yeah. of Mexico. Yeah. It's, yeah. I, I, I think I th- it deserves some, a lot of the criticism it gets. Yeah, but I also think it can be balanced. There are some good things that happen, um, and mission trip organizations can be a racket. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I, w- I will say, yeah, I will say can. this, and maybe we can just close this I question have some out with family this. Family and like, mission trip organizations. You know, when we took when we did CIY conferences, you know, the yeah. I, I think a lot. Of, this is going back to something you said before I went to take a leak. Um, you you said you know that it depends on how it basically depends on how the youth pastor approaches it. Yep. You like when we went to those conferences, it got to the point, especially in our early stages of deconstruction, where we started deconstructing the events with the kids. Yes. And saying, look, you're high as a kite right now on Jesus. It ain't going to last. You're going to go back, yep. and by Monday, you're going to get your ass kicked. You're going to get your ass kicked. Yep. And if you do that with the mission trip suit, that can be almost more beneficial than the, the actual mission trip itself. Yeah. Again, it's a total mixed bag. But if, yep. for those youth ministers who are out there listening to this, who, are in the midst of this kind of thing and really wondering is there a point to these things? Do the trips, but tear the trips down and deconstruct with the kids about what this actually means and what it, that you're not really helping anybody. Yeah. That it's about you becoming more aware of the world around you, which yeah. I think is important. I think that's yeah. the, the one big takeaway for me for these trips. It's about the it's about the, there's a bigger world around you and there are people who are really hurting. And you might not be able to do anything for them right now. In the long term, yeah, but maybe it sparks something in you to work in your community to to yeah. work in the world. Yep. That that's, that's the benefit. I think there needs to be some understanding that you're not going to make any friggin' difference no. at all when you're <laughs> not on those trips. You're no. not, and I think that's the problem. A lot of times, is they're sold as we're going to go down and we're going to impact lives for Jesus. No, you're not. No, you're not going to do shit. No. You're going to be there for five days and then you're going to leave. Yeah. Here's here's an and idea. And they're going to still be poor and they're yeah. going to still like. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not going to make any impact whatsoever, but it might just impact you. Yeah. Like, and I think there is something to be said, like you said earlier, to get suburban rich white kids to see another. Yeah. I mean, the looks on the faces, including mine, when we left Port-au-Prince and drove through Port-au-Prince to get to where we were going in Haiti, 
Holy shit. Yeah. You talk about culture yeah. shock. Yeah. I mean, the smell, the... Yeah. I, it was unfreaking believable. Like, yeah. I'll never forget it. I can. It's almost like I can still smell it, and I can still see it. In the looks on the kids' faces, it was like, I didn't understand. I didn't know yeah. this was real. I didn't yeah. know this kind of stuff existed. And I hope that... I mean, I know I still carry it with me, and I hope they still do, too. I mean, I... What I what I would encourage is scrap it, um, stay local, do sleep in in your church, and then every day for a weekend or how the five days or whatever, how long you want to be gone, quote unquote gone, stay there. Go to a local homeless community that needs some shit done. Yeah, there's within thirty miles of where you live. There is a homeless shelter that that's probably needs understaffed something has and underfunded. No food. Yeah. Save all your gas money, give it to them, yeah. go paint their walls, go do their yard work, whatever it is that they, I, I'm sure they have things that need to get done. Do that instead. Yeah, the Missio tourism needs to stop, but I'm not sure how to stop it. Yeah. Yeah. So, yep. Um, all right. Last question. Here we go. Hey, so for the question episode, I was going to ask, um, what is your atonement theology oh, and how has that changed <laughs> over the years? And also, uh, how has it affected your worldview in other ways? And is theology important for uh, other parts of your life? How does it affect us as a whole person? And second question, um, I'm going to rip off Pete Holmes here and say, what's the hardest time you've ever laughed? Oh, man. Oh, uh, that's it. That. Um, Boy. I'll tell you what, for that, we did a whole episode on that. Your God is a Monster. Um, I'm not sure what episode. I'm trying to find what episode number it was. Our God is not a monster. No, your God is a monster. Your God is a monster. Yeah. That's what it's called? Yeah, because we talked about atonement theory. The idea that with penal substitutionary atonement, Somebody's marking their uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. board now because I, yeah. I know it's on there. <laughs> we talked about with that, what you end up with is a God who's murdering his own son. It's, it's, it's the God you have to be afraid of, the, the God yeah. that Jesus comes to save you from, and that's not the God that Jesus, re- yep. that, that Jesus revealed in himself. So that's, that's the short answer to it. The atonement theory is complete bullshit because... It leaves you again. It leaves you, and that's the whole, the whole point of Zahn's book. Yeah. It paints you into a corner where you have to admit God is a shitty person. God is a horrible, a horrible deity. Yeah. He's he's a yeah. he's a it's um it's paganism. It is. It's, it's a pagan so god paganism. that you have to sacrifice to, whether it's your own son, whether it's your child or his child. You get, something has to be sacrificed to it to appease it, yep. and you never know where you stand with that that deity. Yep. It's paganism, and so. You know Zahn's book talks about that. There's a there's a great YouTube video of Zahn arguing or uh, debating with another guy about atonement theory. Oh God, he just he kicks, oh, kicks his man. ass in the first 15 minutes. That was man. that was my introduction to Zahn. Of like, oh my God, I love. He this kicks guy. his ass in the first just the first his opening statement just beats him just, into the dust. He does God. It, it just never recovers. Nope. Um, so with atonement theory, and again, I we, I can't find the freaking episode number. What number was that? We did that. Your God is a monster. I thought it was later on, but apparently I can't find it. While you're looking for that, I'm going to say something. Okay, do that. About the theology doesn't matter in your life. It does. If, if well, I would say if your theology makes you a shitty person, then you've got bad theology. Well, I think, I mean, I think a lot of what Jesus was teaching, I mean, I think it's a lot of what he was telling the Pharisees. It's like, dude, like, 
you end up inevitably you live out your theology. You live yeah. out your beliefs. Yes. Don't, you don't have to call theology. it. We don't even have to call it theology. Call it beliefs. Because even if you're an atheist, you have beliefs about things. But like, you know what I mean? Not even, you don't have. To say, but inevitably, we all live out our beliefs. Yeah we, yeah. we may say we believe certain things, but what you actually believe is what you how you act. For sure. That's yep. what you actually believe. So that's yes. why that's why I'm so angry at the church right now because they say all these things about grace and at the same time 80% of evangelicals are like if we could just kick out Muslims and Mexicans everything would be fine. That's no, yeah. the pussy grabbing. You know what I'm saying? Like the pederast. So like I mean that's that's where yeah. You, you don't actually believe the shit that you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. And I think there's not enough honesty of that. But you but the reality is you live I mean when Jesus is telling the Pharisees like the inside is it's full of dead men's bones. Like yeah. you get a white, you're it's your whitewashed tomb, man. You look yeah. great and you're saying all the right things. He never critiques their theology. He critiques well, their behavior. Brandon said, you know, Brandon made this point at one point, either on our podcast or at some point, he said the Pharisees were right theologically. Yes. Yeah. They were they were right theologically. Yes. They had it nailed. In fact, a lot of Jesus's teachings very lines up with lines them. up with the Pharisees. Mm-hmm. Like he like it wasn't their theology he had a problem with it was how they were living that out they, yeah, they yeah. were saying one thing i mean he says you know you you say these things but then you cross <laughs> to, when you make a convert you'll cross an ocean to make a convert you'll make him twice the sons of hell that you are yeah yeah like you're you're a whitewashed tomb you're you're a full of dead men's you're bones. full of dead men's bones you're a brood of vipers you're yeah you you you, you look like he says you clean the inside of the cup yeah like you look great on the outside, but the inside's full of greed and hypocrisy and all this shit. Yeah, it's it's critiquing their behavior. Yeah, we inevitably live out our theology, our beliefs, whatever. That's the shit that matters. Absolutely, your theology matters. Yeah, it, it because that's what you're you're gonna actually how you're actually gonna live. Yeah, yeah, yep. Our uh, for, episode fourteen, all the way back to fourteen. Your God is a monster. Listen Sorry to that about one. The terrible sound. Yeah. I'm sure it's crap. Listen to that one. Um, <laughs> our our most... God is a monster. <laughs> our God is a monster. God, He reigns from heaven above with whiz. I love the one that says whiz right there. Yeah. Um, I, I whiz. And then, I believe that. And then listen to our episode 84, our last one with Brian Son, where he talks about his book. The reality is that. And also just listen to episode 69. I don't know why. I think it's my... good. <laughs> I mean, the reality is that I think for a lot of evangelicals in America, the God they proclaim actually looks way more like Zeus than he does like Jesus. Oh, it's a, it's a pagan deity. It is. He's it's, a pagan it's, deity. It's, it's hurling lightning yep. bolts and absolutely like just pissed off, ready to Mo- just fry humanity. Modern Christianity is just basically paganism. It is. Yeah, it is. Yep. So I mean, yeah, it matters. It all matters, and I and a, atonement theory is bullshit. Yeah. Penal substitutionary atonement, total bullshit. Yep. Because what I think once again, you because you can't you can't get through your new dong. You can't dong, dong, dong. you cannot get away with penal substitutionary atonement. You cannot get away from the monster god from the fact that God just so pissed off at humanity has no answer, so he has to kill his son. Yeah. Like really yeah. in love. Yeah. And, and, the, and that same God loves people so much, he's going to let billions of them fry for eternity. Yeah. Like, come on. I mean, like like Rob Bell says, like, that's not good that's news. A that's story. a horror story. Like, yeah. nobody would say, if it's not good news for everybody, it's not good news for anybody. Yep. So. And then the hardest we ever laughed. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Um, so the hardest I ever laughed was 
not the hard. I mean, this is one of the times. Yeah, there's been a number of them. Been here. a number. Yeah, the podcast alone has had just multiple <laughs> dozens, of dozens of Alabama of, Thunder uh, pussy. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Michael's whale mouth, like just that was that Michael's bad. tantric stretching. I mean, just you name it. We've probably oh. um, pineapple, pineapple, pineapple. <laughs> The 69th episode, the yeah. jerk off motions. Anyway, um, that's still a gif on the internet. Yes, it is <laughs> somewhere. Um, wooden pews in chapel. Yeah, I'm sitting next to Brad and my wife. It was alphabetical order, so I'm sitting oh. next to Brad, Beth, Polly, 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 Steve Potts, Potts, and Brad Pickens, my two good friends. Oh my god, we end up graduating all three together too. I, I bet don't they know. Looked at that and we're like, what? The they hell did they we had to have looked at the chapel and been like, seating, oh god, like, what are we doing? Yeah. So God, we were terrible. Anyway, wooden pew. I have actually two chapel stories. Wooden pews. I farted on wooden, <laughs> and, and you guys. I mean, I my gastro. Apparently, my gastrointestinal issues go way back. Farted. We could not control ourselves. Like I, I was. It's one of those where you've got tears. You like, just you can't. You laugh. can't stop. It's, it, well, I mean, I think it was Pete Holmes that said like church laugh yeah, is the, like the the best. Laugh. Yeah. The more you try because to stop, the harder you laugh. Yeah. And then there was another chant in chapel in the balcony also. Pots. We're yeah, Joel together okay. the sniper so rifle. Joel Rude, yeah, Joel Rude who was the he was the registrar was ripped us in chapel. He was leading worship and was with an organ with a bunch of college And we students. say organ Massive organ, pipe, massive organ. pipe. Organ Can't in the hear chapel. yourself think yeah. when it's when it's. And people playing. were talking. He ripped us from being disrespectful and blah blah blah. The whole time he's doing this, our friend Steve Potts is sitting there, and he he mimes pulling up a briefcase and opening it up and putting together and like I mean this is like intricate like putting together a sniper rifle, screwed the silencer in, put it the took scope a on. Good minute, minute and a half. For We're dying, and we are losing it. Loads loads the rifle round into it and takes aim and shoots him from the back. <laughs> we were dying. <laughs> Absolutely, oh, uncontrollably man. laughing. Yeah, so uh, funny. That reminds me of a story. So my brother used to be one of my brothers used to be a uh, a youth pastor, and he used to go to uh, to CIY. And you guys remember Andy Schroeder? Yes, yeah. from One Five Zero. Yeah. So uh, he was leading worship. I know. O O was O H. Yeah, One Five Zero. One Five Zero. He's O. I don't care what you say. Superhero is a masterpiece. No, it isn't. I'm um, sure. I'm going to see face. my 150 face. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh. Uh, anyway, so my brother um, decided he was going to. Um, I got it. Okay. He was. <laughs> my brother decided. <laughs> Jesus. Go ahead. This is the hardest Matt's ever left. My brother decides he's going to start. This isn't even that funny of a story. Um, my brother decides he's going to uh, start a Congo line during the middle of worship. <laughs> so, like, you've got Chris Tomlin, David Crowder covers galore yeah, right. in Superhero. My brother starts a Congo line. So after the service, like, Congo lines during worship, not the most, like, the great. I guess Andy Schroeder just went to my brother and just ripped him a new one <laughs> about the sanctity of worship. Ugh, stop. Mm. So. By the way, it's not Congo line. It's Conga, Conga line. Congo line. <laughs> line is something completely different. Congo <laughs> line involves a bunch of apes. There are a bunch like. of monkeys. Congo yeah. is when you get Conga. slaughtered while you're trying to mine diamonds. Oh, um, <laughs> it's very uplifting. So, uh, well, there's actually a, con- I've got, a Congo drum in there. So I've got <laughs> same thing. It's a Conga drum, dumbass. All right, I've got. Uh, 
I've got it's from Congo. I've got two. One was that's mid- a Congo Congo. Nerd. One was middle school, either seventh or eighth grade sex ed, and we watched a video with a a kid. It looked like it was put together in the seventies or eighties. <laughs> I, I know the video. The video is just god awful. I remember this. And this kid's in the hallway, and he's got his hands in his pockets, and he's clearly trying to hide a boner. And we've we've all been there. The well, yeah, <laughs> I was probably there at the time. So. This is the music that was playing while it was going on. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, so he's talking to his friend in the hallway, and he's got his hands in his pockets. For like, why do you have your hands in your pocket? He's like, uh, I'm looking for my keys. And me and my friend fucking lost our minds. Got kicked out in the hallway. We could not stop laughing. I mean, we almost got sent to the principal. Losing it. I mean, tears. We laughed so freaking hard. And then, Is that the best way to hide a, a boner is putting your hands in your pocket well if you you kind of got to adjust it around i don't know tuck it between your legs you never had a boner michael like do you not know how this works i just always hid behind objects or you know (laughs) stuff like that uh (laughs) never mind um so then the other one was not uh, wide enough to hide the other one was in thank you why is michael in the corner again His nose in the corner. Well, not his nose. Well, something smells really weird over here. I can't figure it out. I can't get my nose in the corner all the way. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, the second one was from uh, college. I had a good friend that was in my wedding that he he shall remain nameless, but just a just a big lummox. Mm and was always getting shit on himself. Like when he would eat, it was just he'd have yeah. Fucking mayonnaise. Yeah, he's, Jerry Ger- he's Jerry like, Gergich. Just whatever. Like yeah. it didn't matter what he was eating, he would be just a mess. So he was just prone to accidents. Like he was just one of those one of those guys. So we were in Bob Martin's theology class, systematic theology, which oh. was as exciting as it sounds. Yeah. Seventy-five year old theologian, wonderful man, but dry as dust. But yes. it's super serious. Yeah. May he rest in peace. Yes. He's he's no longer with us. Friend super of the podcast. Super <laughs> super, super, super nice person. Just a wonderful human being, but also deadly serious, especially mm-hmm. in class and about theology. So picture He's that. He's dead. He's so be dead. I'm sitting serious. on the front row, and my friend is sitting right behind me to the right. Okay, so class hasn't started yet. And I turned around. This is right before class starts. I turned around to say something to my friend. And he is chewing on his pen. And he has fucking ink all over him. I mean, in oh, his mouth, man. all over his face. Like he's got it around his mouth. He looks like a dog that got into peanut butter or something. Just ink everywhere. I fucking lost. I mean, me and the guy next to me died. Like and it was. It was like a church life. So he gets up and leaves. And the second he walks out, Bob Martin goes, "Let us pray." Dude, we were shaking. It was one of those <laughs> head. I was sweating by the end of it, trying to stifle the laughter. Uh, Hardest I have ever laughed in my entire life. So good. Oh man. Yeah. What about you, buddy? Uh it's there. There are two that come to my, well, the podcast. Obviously, yeah. Uh, this is probably the most consistently. Yes. The hardest I've laughed is on the podcast, and I, my story is not even great. It's a stupid story. Once upon a time, my um, sister-in-law um, was trying to say four one, and she said frunk one. <laughs> it just hit me. At the, Isn't that weird? It's it always yeah. something weird. Like it's always something like, weird. Frunk one. Like what did you just say? But 
Um, that was, it's not even that funny, but no, but it's like Pete Holmes says, it doesn't even have to be a good yeah. story, man. That's like, one of the, that's one of the things that cracks me about Beth is every once in a while she'll get on a giggle fit. Yeah. About it's something I've been around her with those innocuous, yeah. like your well, mom's the same way. Yeah, she is. Mom will start laughing about something and yeah. she can't stop. Yeah. Frank yeah. one. That's a great question. Thank you for that. Frank one. <laughs> Frank one. Um, okay. Um, yeah, that's it. Um, so we're going to, if you like this, let us know. Yeah. Uh, if you don't, uh, eat a dick. We will most likely be doing this again uh, in 20 episodes. <laughs> So yeah. in 10 episodes from now, we're going to be live in Bloomington. Uh, in 20 episodes, we're going to do it. If, if we get enough between now and then, we might intersperse them throughout Maybe. other episodes. Yeah. Uh, do you like just a send weekly them. Segment. Yeah, send them our way. Yeah, send them uh, a couple pieces of, pieces of advice. Um, say your name. That's beneficial. Or just make one up if you'd like to. I don't really care. Um, but it helps us to, if, if you're somebody that we is in the pub or yeah. something, like, we would like to know your name. And also, you can share your Twitter handle, too. Yep. That's cool. Um Try and keep it short, so under sixty seconds, preferably. Mm-hmm. I mean, there were you're some... talking about demon children chasing you yes. through a dorm gotta... hallway, which is pretty pretty fascinating. Yes, in which case, don't call. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, just leave no. those calls out. Um, <clears throat> and then uh, females get priority. So uh, the more <laughs> really, the... why? Because we didn't get we got like two female questions. Okay, like I didn't know. I didn't know if you had what was behind that. I no, mean... they just okay. like we we just want more questions from females all so right. we may not do all of them next time because yeah. we'll, i'm assuming there'll be more than maybe than what we can get to who yeah. knows maybe we'll it'll see. just be three okay. from brandon who knows <laughs> no so yeah um yep keep it short um say your name make one up yep that's about it and yep. then uh 484 pastored okay to call all right here we go now that we puked in your sea, you can tell us what you think. The five stars get red, but one star is dead to us. Feedback. Two old messages. <laughs> Yes, Catherine, this is Bruce. Um, I hate to be calling you about this, but uh, your grandson is out here shooting guns. Shooting guns. Uh, three. This is when you can freaking hear the shot going yeah. up. <laughs> we have three five-star reviews. One from Andy Redwine. Hey. Oh. Friend of the podcast. Former, Andy Redwine. Former and future guest. Yes. Uh, it's called A Little Column A, A Little Column B. <laughs> nice. I think that's also on the uh, bingo card. It is. Yeah. In a world with too many faith podcasts, this one cuts through the noise. Want to know how to bring millennials back to the church? Make your services this relevant. Oh, wow. Oh, nice. And more dick jokes in church. Yeah, apparently. More dick jokes yeah. in church. This one Thanks, is called, Andy. We'll see you next week. This one is called <laughs> Fire This Podcast Into the Sun by Riding a Moose to Indiana. This podcast is what? three Peyton Manning fanboys circle jerking over their hatred for the goat Tom Brady because of their jealousy that Manning's oh. career because Manning's career crashed and burned. Rumor has it that Bill Belichick is scheming the demise of this podcast. In all seriousness, this is a podcast with the perfect balance of nonsense and spiritual discussion. The Inglorious Pastors are the perfect podcast for people who like to go deep into spiritual issues while still kicking back and cracking jokes you would find in middle school boys' locker room. We do. We do like to go deep. 
Pastors podcast. We go, we go deep. deep. We go deep. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Go ahead. <laughs> I'll put that on our T-shirt list. Uh, and then they give permission for people to be who they need to be and have created a community around that. Well worth the listen. So thank you for that writing in Moose to Indiana. And this is uh, called Feedback by, by B. Carson. That's static, Michael. Again, that's static. <laughs> it's been a while since I've done that. <coughs> Feels good. Mm, does it? Jesus, we're at two and a half hours. Can we Loving, get this over with? It's called, this is, uh, uh, it's called Feedback. Loving the show, guys. The Derek Webb epitode. God, that will not no, die. No, nope. it ain't going anywhere. anywhere. The Derek Webb episode was on point. Been listening for a while now, and I'm hooked. If you're struggling in the faith you were raised in, listen to this podcast. There are many more of us out there than you think. Hashtag when Michael loves a Michael. <laughs> when a Michael loves a Michael. Plays with himself every chance he gets. Uh, Derek Webb episode, number one yeah, all time right yeah. now. Blew in a week. Yeah. Blew yeah. it away. Pretty crazy. Had our and it's still, it's still climbing. I mean, yeah, it's almost yeah, a 4,000. It's going to be our number zero podcast soon. It'll yeah. go past That's one. That's right. Yep. All the way to zero. Okay. Let's do it. Feedback. Yep. Alter- <laughs> alternate hashtags. Michael Collins at Snuggle Toots. <laughs> at Pastor's <laughs> <at Pastor's laughs> Podcast. Great info from... Uh, Episode 89 newsfeed, hashtag thong and slathered Vaseline. Yeah. <laughs> hashtag crank that hog. Hashtag vibrator heist. Hashtag chewy is a monkey. Hashtag committed bottom. <laughs> Once again, Michael Collins at Snuggle Toots. Chewy is a monkey. <laughs> episode, episode 89 equals fantastic. Hashtag tastes like blue Sprite. Hashtag boofa D's nuts. Hashtag... <laughs> Like Urkel, only sexier. Hashtag full housing life. Hashtag committed bottom. <laughs> Who was that? The last one? I was also Snuggle Toots. Oh, thanks, uh, Snuggle. And then uh, Andrew at Andy C. Woolridge. Hashtag Chewbacca slippers. <laughs> <laughs> Think about the giant dong costume. Yep. Honorable mention. Dan Burgess at DP Burge. Ever since Brad took over, I've gotten shafted with honorable mentions <laughs> and, and blocked from the top 10. Hashtag recount. Hashtag committed bottom. You knew that was not going to end up in the top 10, right? Uh, that's good. Oh, Melissa Ryan at Mel the Warrior. Uh, hashtag banged by a drifter. There goes <laughs> keeping my Twitter feed professional looking. <laughs> Uh, she's the one who gave us the four star yeah. review, changed it yeah. to five yeah. star. Yeah, yeah, now yeah. she's in the pub. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Paul Fodder at Paul Fodder. Fodder didn't touch her. <laughs> uh, Hello, Fodder. <laughs> you'll, this one, you'll know who this is. <laughs> at Pastors Podcast, you want to fire Tom Brady, Bill Belichick in the Northeast <laughs> into the sun? I'm pissed. Hashtag fire the inglorious pastors into the sun. No, you can. That whole organization. <laughs> yeah, they're evil. Uh, Al Pecky at Pecky Akoi, currently mad at MJ Basinger, jogging solo through the mountain trails, expecting an uplifting podcast. Instead, moving dolls. Hashtag listen later. <laughs> <laughs> we had a ton uh-huh. of feedback on it. Yeah. Uh, number 10, uh, Travis Pinkston at T Pinkston 21. Pinky and the brain. <laughs> Driving minivan at night, listening to Pastor's podcast. Keep checking mirror for Chucky or Large Barbie in the back. <laughs> Hashtag fear shit my pants. <laughs> oh, nice. Number nine, Shannon McDonald at Shannon Mick 0011. Pastor's podcast, driving my semi 4 a.m. deserted stretch of road. Little girl in blue dress staring at me from the tree line. <laughs> Hashtag committed bottom. Tom Large Marge sent you. Yeah. 
Uh, <laughs> that's nice. Well done. Well done. You're welcome. Yeah. That's a great reference. <laughs> Where's the basement? Uh, <laughs> eight, Stephen Simpkins at Simpkins S- underscore SJ. Listening to Pastor's podcast, Foofy, on my stroll home from work at 2.50 a.m. was probably a miscalculation. <laughs> Hashtag Jesus Ween. Hashtag Committed Bottom. <laughs> committed Bottom. <laughs> I love it. Number seven. There's three of these, but they're all okay. number seven. It's, they're all from Nathan Miller West at Namway Design. Nathan Miller West. Why am I listening to the Hashtag Ghost episode while driving around in the fog at night? Hashtag Chills. Hashtag Burn That Barbie. Hashtag Ghost Job. Uh, And he says, at Pastors Podcast, also, we live in a 100-year-old house that is considered the hashtag haunted house by the locals. My wife thinks it is. And then following this, uh, Pastors Podcast, apparitions and noises, my baby stares at Mm -hmm. nothing in the dead of the night, should not be listening to this episode, hashtag too real. Dude, I've heard (laughs) babies will like, dude, I remember we we lived in a house when our, my young, my oldest, when he was first born. He would just stare over my shoulder and yeah. smile at shit. Yeah. Weird. And you would turn around, nothing, nothing there. Nothing there. Yeah, Dude, no. freaked me out. Number six, the Corn Goblin at Bear Named Baloo. Uh, we haven't had him on in a while. At Pastor's Podcast. Hi, Tortoises buddy. don't have penises. That is a fallacy. See what he did there? Hold on. Dang it, I wasn't ready you for it. Ready for Should have warned me. Hey! Yeah. Hashtag go. not all dicks are penises. Hashtag committed bottom. Uh, the corn goblin is, is just for reference for listeners. He is actually in a in veterinary school. Yeah, yeah. A lot, a lot of he's, he's a lot of animal dong. Yeah. N- uh, number five, Jared Lawrence at Need Some Nitro. That's Doctor Podcast. Goblin. Thank you for not singing CCM tonight, but instead sharing some C plus C and Hammer. <laughs> Hashtag Teach Michael about real music. <laughs> C plus C is not real music. Get over yourself. Uh, number four, Alapaki at Picky Akoi at Pastors Podcast, episode 89, rushing to finish because laptop battery is, is every is dying as every park trip. Kids, <laughs> how long do we have? Me, you have 8%. <laughs> Hashtag uncommitted. I saw that tweet. That's a great tweet. Hey, we did get a, a, a separate uh, power cord. Nice. Just for the, Excellent. Just for the podcast. Number three, yeah. Dread, Dread Pirate Roberts at Dread Wesley. Pretty sure I most identify with at Polly named Matt on Pastor's podcast as he is clearly the Jan Brady of the show. <laughs> Who are you dating, Joe Glass? Oh, number two, Zesty Champ, Spice at Becky Seville. At Pastor's Podcast, I'm pretty sure looking up pumps and a bump will void my vision surgery warranty. I'll pass. <laughs> By the way, oh my God. Somebody posted that video. Dude, it is worse than I remember. <laughs> Jesus. It looks like an anaconda in a bag. <laughs> Fuck me. I'm serious. If you, <laughs> it is freaky. It is every bit as horrifying or worse than I remember. I still it. haven't watched any. Watch My it. God, you do. It is. Uh, you have to see it just for the spectacle. It's like they were like, "What's the smallest thing we can tuck his dick into? Let's put this on him and then have him literally pelvic thrust throughout the entire video." It's awful. I don't need to see. It. I you, see it every morning. You really, do. Jesus. All right, number one. <laughs> When I look in the mirror, Tommy O'Keefe. Tommy O'Keefe. That's Tommy O'Keefe. <laughs> Come on down, boys. Come on down, Tommy O'Keefe Chevrolet. <laughs> That's right. Uh, hey, at we stock po- deep and some cheap. <laughs> hey, at Pastors Podcast, that last episode put so much fear in the hashtag committed bottom of my heart. <laughs> I had to take a hashtag Vaseline joyride to recover. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> nice. Nice. Yep. Well done. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. All right. Well, um, closing time. Thank rate us God. On, rate us on Apple Podcasts. hours later. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. My Podcast. wife just texted me, are you coming home tonight? <laughs> write a review on Apple Podcasts. Check out our website, ingloriouspastards.com. Support for this podcast comes from listeners like you at patreon.com slash pastardspodcast. Support us on Patreon to join the Pastards Pub. Get bonus podcasts like Turd Talk, Pub Crawl, and Hymns of Reconstruction. Buy us around and even help shape the content of this show. Like, okay, um, stop. Okay, stop. We need to end this. Wait, wait, All right. But, uh, like, wait, wait, like Patrick Swayze and Ghost. <laughs> okay. Hashtag. <laughs> Hashtag. A lot of people are coming. <laughs> no. <laughs> Hashtag Diggory is Kylo Ren. <laughs> yes. Hashtag. Misa, have the sex. <laughs> Hashtag. Don't block me. I like your shit. <laughs> I've got that. Hashtag why so dualistic Rex in effect. Hashtag T Rex in effect. I kind of like T Rex in effect. Hashtag half simian. <laughs> I don't even remember. It's from Mike. I said Michael's right. half simian. Hashtag Caponer. The, the word simian makes me laugh. Caponer's <laughs> pretty good. <laughs> Hashtag Mary is a saint. <laughs> Hashtag true. 150 face. One five oh Poor 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 Andy Schroeder. I know. What the I hell did he, he ever hope, do? I hope he never <laughs> hears about this. Oh, uh, he never did anything but make people happy. Uh, Hashtag <laughs> Congo line. <laughs> Hashtag Congo line. Hashtag, <laughs> hashtag, hashtag, <laughs> like, frunk one. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, I've got hashtag, look at the windows. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag, it's a space gerbil. <laughs> hashtag, 32 many. Uh, hashtag your wife is a national treasure, followed by hashtag you're a shithead. <laughs> hashtag, hashtag a moose named Tony Katane. <laughs> okay, that's not bad. Oh, man. Hashtag conditional employment. Hashtag the great pineapple debacle. Hashtag he's a space shrimp. <laughs> Hashtag I'm looking for my keys. <laughs> uh, Hashtag I can't get my nose in the corner all the way. <laughs> Hashtag like an anaconda in a bag. <laughs> Oh, God. (laughs) You've got to watch that video. I'm serious. Uh, Is that all you got? Yeah, that's it, man. Freaking ridiculous. What do you got? All right, I've got Ray is Jar Jar's son. (laughs) (laughs) I can't say this next one. (laughs) Mooey Bombas titties. (laughs) 
give your wife a five. Hashtag no go ahead and finish. <laughs> I, keep, I keep saying it in my head in his voice. Uh, hashtag T Rex and special effect. Uh, I've got uh, Cap- Caponer. Um, I've got Anaconda in a bag. Uh, <laughs> Hashtag looking for my keys. <laughs> hashtag frunk one. Um, and then I've got hashtag we go deep. Oh Pastors my podcast. God. We go deep. Oh, uh, hashtag penis name Jesus. Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. And nope. then uh, hashtag pineapple. <laughs> Man, my smile muscles hurt oh, so bad. Right oh, now. my God. I like anaconda in a bag. Uh, I like looking for my keys. I like looking for my keys. Um, I like 150 face. <laughs> I can't do that to Andy Schroeder. You really think that Andy Schroeder is listening Somebody to this podcast? Somebody will hunt him down and say, hey, these assholes are talking about you. <laughs> I really like the moose named Tony Katana. <laughs> It's kind of a dark horse. No Mui Mamba's teeth. Mui Mamba's teeth. Mui Mamba's teeth. <laughs> uh, Misa Bomba General. That's, that's my vote, but I know we can't no, do it. No, we're not doing that. Oh, God. Um, mm-hmm. uh, all right. Penis name Jesus it is. <laughs> I really like 150 phase. <laughs> I I I veto. Oh man! I want let's, let's do an anaconda in a bag. That's pretty on brand. Let's do anaconda in a bag. Anaconda in a bag are looking for my keys. Ooh boy, that's good too. I like anaconda in a bag. I, in a bag. I like pineapple too. <laughs> All right. If, if you listen, if we're not doing a moose named Tony, <laughs> we got to do anaconda. Because that really, I really like that that one. I feel like we're going to regret not using that, but I'm All fine right. with anaconda oh. in a bag. Um, <laughs> if, <laughs> moose named Tony. <laughs> We gotta make it that way. No, we can't. Yes, We're, we can't. Anaconda in a bag is my vote. We can vote. do a moose named Tony Katane. Tony Katane is really hard to spell. <laughs> it is. That's that's a good. That's okay. a that's a valid. Okay. Point. Anaconda. Right. In Anaconda. All right. In a bag. So if you listen to this episode in its entirety, hit us up on social media with the hashtag hashtag Anaconda in a bag. <laughs> Seriously, do watch you, the pumps in a bump wait, video and tell me I'm wrong. Do you, re- do you our lives have been reduced to arguing. Yeah, pretty about much. Whether we're going to use anaconda in a bag, yeah, or, or a moose named Tony Katane. Yeah, and, and go ahead and tag uh, Sir Mix a lot in that too. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. Um, no, right, it yeah. wasn't Sir Mix a lot. No, it was MC Hammer. Hammer. I know, but anaconda don't want none unless you got buns, hon. <laughs> tag them both. I don't oh, care. Oh God. Um. Yeah. So. Uh. Yeah. Where was I at? Uh, so hit us up on social media. Uh, you Twitter need, you at need Pastors to watch Podcast. I'm not doing that you right need now. to right now <laughs> on air. You <laughs> need Pastors to Podcast. Uh, Matt is at Polly named Matt. I am, yes. I'm at Polly named Brad. And I'm at MJ Basinger. Facebook.com slash Pastors Podcast. Instagram, uh, we are Inglorious Pastors. 
Hold on. <laughs> so long, suckers. Check out the Twisted Sisters on their po- Apple podcast feed. Fast forward a little bit. Okay. In it. <clears throat> it's a six-minute video. Yeah, I know. Oh, you said fast forward a little bit. This is riveting. <laughs> I don't see it in a uh, This must be a different. Did he have a different? I wonder if he had a clean version. Yeah, like he a, must have. Like a boy, that version. one. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Never mind. Wait a minute. This is the unedited. Oh, God. Here it is. Yeah. That's the one. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I told you. <laughs> It is so gross. <laughs> he literally spins the whole... It, oh, God. The thing literally drags the ground. Jesus. Same. Oh. That's, that is... <laughs> you seriously... You gotta see it. You oh, watch the first minute and a half of that. Oh it is gosh. ridiculous. All right. Yeah. I, yeah. We got to end this at some point. Yeah. Oh, that was Call awful. Quits. I can't unsee that. No, you can't. Yeah. I didn't need glasses until I watched that video. It burned my retinas irreversibly. I've seen, never seen so many dead hookers. <laughs> Lord knows I have. Oh, man. That might be our longest episode ever. No. No? Well, maybe. It's pretty damn yeah. close to three hours. Jesus. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> pretty right. bad. It's 9.50, buddy. We started at 7. <laughs> Don't forget to make your 150 face. <laughs> one five oh. 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 <laughs> <laughs>